Hello, everyone, and welcome to Clockwork Cantina, episode 88. I am one of your hosts, Josh902, and this is the other awesome host of this show. DT3, what's good, everyone? Hello, everybody. How you doing out there today? We got some news. We got a lot of news, actually. Like, it doesn't seem like it's a lot when we look at it, but it's like a lot of stuff happened this past week uh, that I would like to talk about. Um, oh, yeah, there's been quite a bit happening. Fix our tags in Twitch because I forgot to do that. Sometimes I'll try to uh, do things early and then, like, I'll forget something. Like, even though I'm, like, trying to get ahead of the curveball. It's like, well, shit. But, yeah, uh, we got some stuff to talk about today, guys. Um, yes. Uh, we got some uh, kick-ass Kickstarters to talk about in the second half of the show. I went through and looked the other day, and I went and picked out a few. Uh, Daniel's picked out a few, and we'll talk about those in the second half of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It'll be interesting. This is the first time we've uh, done something like this. So yes. I'm, I'm, I'm very curious to see how... Uh, and let us know, you know what you guys think, too, because I would like... This is a thing I'd like to do, like, occasionally in the future. You know, give some Kickstarters some shout-outs, maybe get them a few extra bucks, a few extra backers kind of stuff tweet those at us i sent out a tweet to try to get people to talk about it but i think some people like kind of a little bit misunderstood what we were going for which was like we're going to talk about kickstarters that have already happened no the plan is we're going to talk about kickstarters that are happening right now that uh that we can kind of throw a few bucks to maybe possibly so yeah that's kind of the help, plan help, we can't help, talk. help them towards their uh <clears throat> you know their their goal their ultimate yeah goal, you know? And we can talk about some previous Kickstarters that we may have backed. I've backed quite a few uh, in my day and stuff like that. We can totally talk about that in the second half of the show. Um, uh, first up, we'll talk about what we've been up to the past week. I have two things, so I'm going to jump in first. Um, I'm all caught up on What If. I had been slacking hey. and not watching it. And nice. I've, I, I went through and I watched all of them, and they are great, fantastic. Enjoy them all. Um, I think we have a show plan to talk about what if eventually, so we're not we gonna do. do I'm not gonna get into details, but yeah, uh, we'll talk about that when we get to it. Sure. I just want to say I'm enjoying it, and I can't wait for the next one. Um, and Pathfinder: Wrath of the Righteous. I have played 35 hours, almost 36, and honest to God, it does not feel like I have. I still feel like I'm very early on in the game. Um. And uh, it's a lot of fun. I enjoy the shit out of it. Um, even though I literally just finished, like, Pathfinder Kingmaker, it's good to keep playing Wrath of the Righteous. And uh, I'm going to keep playing that till I beat it, so. And then I might play it again, as weird as that is. Like, I want to try some different classes and some different story choices. Like, there's a lot of choice in this game for you to pick. From your class to your gods to your to your uh, ancestry, to, like, your mythic path, all, all these choices you get to make, and they all lead to different things, and they can mean little things in the game, too. Like, I was reading on the, uh, the Reddit for Pathfinder that, um, like, in, at some stages, depending on what god you've picked, you can call out to your god for aid, and then they might bless you just randomly for a fight, like, at certain points in the story, and it's like, Really? Because there's a lot of gods, and not just gods, there's demons and devils you could pledge yourself to, like Asmodeus. Like, it's it's crazy. Um, but yeah, I'm having a lot of fun playing that. I'm playing a paladin. 
um, Azamar, Angelkin, um, and I'm I'm having a lot of fun. He's a uh, specked in the in the falchions as his weapons. But yeah, that's that's kind of where I am right now. It's got a lot of interesting companions too. You know, that's why I can't wait for you to play it. There's a ton of there's a ton of companions in this game. I mean, a lot. Nice. Um, and depending on certain choices you make, you might get more. You might lose some, which is crazy. Like. Yeah, it's it's nuts. I don't want to spoil anything, but it's like it's like some of it. I feel like you wouldn't even realize it unless you like looked it up and realized this is a companion. Like it's crazy. I, I, I'll, I'll try it out on stream and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, there's a lot of choices. Fun, I'm yeah. curious to what class you'll play too, because there's a ton of those too. Um, uh, but yeah, let's move on, Daniel. What do you? What have you been up to the past week, man? Oh man, it's been it's been it's been busy. It's been crazy. It's been a lot going on, dude. It was, it was first of all, it was my birthday this past weekend. Yeah, happy uh, birthday! It was on Friday. Thank you. Yeah, I was on Friday, so I, I I did some stuff Friday and Saturday for that. Uh, yeah, I it was that was that was a lot of fun. I tried out this pizza joint that I've been wanting to try. Uh, shout out to them, that Bertino's brick oven pizza. That was fantastic. It was really good. I uh, went to the park and ate some there, and it was it was, it was nice, man. It was it was, it was really cool. Uh, so I did that, and then uh, apart from that. Uh, I watched some some stuff as always, and played some games as well. Uh, I watched Fight Club. Uh, it's a nineteen ninety nine movie. Everybody knows Fight Club, so I watched Fight Club. Uh, I watched the Spider Man Homecoming. Uh, there was we're 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 taking an, another uh, we're taking a friend of ours, Alex Pence, which you guys have seen on on, on the on an episode previous episode of the podcast here you can look up her episodes the sound of music go check that out her mm -hmm. uh we're, we're catching her up on the spidey man movies before the new one comes out so we saw homecoming we're probably gonna watch far from home maybe tonight or tomorrow one of these days we'll we'll, we'll see uh but yeah we did that as well um I fin oh here's another thing it's been so it, it's been a, such a crazy week that I forgot that I that I did this I finally completed Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood so remember oh, last shit. week remember last week how I was talking about how uh I was like making my way through it and how at the end I was only I was only like five episodes away mm -hmm. so we finally did it we finally made it I I, I that's a great show dude I actually enjoyed it a lot like Brotherhood was so good. For, yeah, it's it's great, and uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a heck of a journey, dude. It was it was a great, 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 great anime. I... Finally, finally finished it. Finally finished watching it. Uh, now I can say that for certain, in certainty, that I've seen it, like just like everybody else, basically. I watched the original, and then they had a movie, and then the original kind of branched off from like the manga, so it wasn't like canon. It was just had its own ending. With the movie, and then they they redid it with Brotherhood and going back. I think Brotherhood's better because they obviously because it's like it's got the creator kind of telling the ending, and it's I enjoyed both both of the Full Metal Alchemist. It's it's, it's yeah. Good. It was I never watched the original because I I I only started the uh, the other one like a while back because they're like oh you know 
just if you're gonna do it, just watch the other one. So I, I so I don't even know what the differences are between the two, but I just uh yeah, Brotherhood is the one that I that I've seen. So finally, I've seen it. I enjoyed it. It's a heck of a heck of a journey if you're an anime person. Uh, most people have seen it already. I was very late to it. I, there's actually a lot of anime that I have not seen yet. So throughout, I don't know, from here until whenever, uh, you guys will be seeing me uh, talk about some other classic anime that I need to watch. Like for example, I've never seen Cowboy Bebop, and I want to so bad because that's. I need to finish another, Bebop. I have it. I know that's I another classic. So I gotta get to that. I want to watch that. I want to check it out. I have like a list. I have a I, my queue on Netflix has just like a bunch of stuff that I need to check out. Uh, but yeah, uh, also like Josh, I've been watching uh, What If as well. Uh, fantastic! I'm looking forward to the next few episodes uh, of that. And then once it's all over and wrapped up, we can definitely talk about that because we will. Um. Play a little bit more of the Lego Incredibles. I tr- that game is tough to stream though, man, because like you all tab out of it once and it destroys everything. Like, oh yeah, it's it's one of those things. So I, I don't I think I don't think I'm gonna be streaming that anymore. I didn't finish it on stream, but it's just impossible to do because just frustrating. Yeah, it's just, yeah, shit, it's, just, it's a it's a the 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 big problem. Like like you all tab out of it and then you try to all tab back into it and it just like. The program will not pop up on your screen. And then when you look at it down in the taskbar, it's just like a white blank screen or a black screen. It's like, fuck off, dude. All I did was alt tab. Like, like get the hell out of here, dude. So I hate games that do that shit. Uh, I played a little bit more Final Fantasy Online or for, you know, Final Fantasy 14 online, I should say. Uh, did some leveling and, you know, doing some more questing and all that stuff. Uh, so did a bit of that. Played some Red Dead Online, of course. I gotta, I gotta complete the next pass. I'll probably play some again here on stream within the next several days. Uh, Fall guys, I did the uh, the King Louis challenge, I think, because I got the skin for it. So that was pretty good. I got a crown on my birthday, also really dope. Yeah, I saw and that. Then, I was uh, like, fucking Daniel got a birthday crown. <laughs> yeah, dude. He then, went to Burger uh, yeah, King. It was, it was fun. Yeah, boom. <laughs> I, I, I had it my way. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah. So I played some Fall Guys. I played some more Aliens Fireteam Elite, which I want to play more of because they recently released a uh, a new update for it, which we'll be talking about here in the news pretty pretty soon. I uh, played the New World Beta. I tried that out. It was I think uh, uh, up until it was for the weekend. It was up until yesterday, I believe. So I played a little. How bit was of that? that? I I didn't check it out. Was it any good? It was, it was Did you cool. Have fun? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm probably going to end up picking up the game. I know a lot of people are going to be picking up the game. Uh, what I like about it is that it's, you know, it's an MMO, but like, you don't, it's not a subscription based one. So, mm-hmm. and it's, and it's not a full price game. It's instead of 60 bucks, which is normal price, it's only 40. So that to me is a big, a big plus because uh, I don't uh, like subscription stuff and, uh, yeah, just having to pay the the forty dollars once and you're good to go is is a, is a is a plus in my book. And yeah, I mean, I have fun with the game in general too. Like, uh, it, it'll it'll be interesting to see what it is like once it comes out, because you know there's like factions and and stuff and and uh, you know you can have like your guilds or clans or whatever the fuck you want to call them. 
and uh, yeah, it'll be. I, I again, I had fun with it. It was. It's. It, I I played the alpha like a year ago, whenever they let us try that out for the very first time, and I hadn't played it until now again because even the most recent beta before this one, I didn't get a chance to play. So it it was a, it was a long time from between then and now that I played it. So it was, I, again, I I enjoyed it for for what it was, and then uh, I. I I'm 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 back in the sports games, baby. I was playing some NBA 2K because I, I I got it as a as a birthday gift, and I you know I'm, I'm I've been having I've been having fun with that. I did the whole my my player thing where you create your own player and you know you do that that whole thing. And man, it is it's kind of rough because they you start off shitty, obviously, right? So mm-hmm. all your stats and everything is all so trash. And then like when you so like when you when you're playing the thing the Every little thing that you do or don't do can affect your like your grade for the game, because you you know you're playing through a season, and then like some of the dumbest sh- like I swear like I, I stuff is not even my fault, but like I get blamed for it, and it's like man get out of here. But anyway, that's I've been having fun with that game. I'm probably gonna be playing some more later tonight because. Uh, you know, it's been a while since I've like actually played played some sports games. So I, I've been having fun with that. Uh, I do, again, I'm not a fan of the whole VC shit, which Josh knows because uh, you know that's a thing in the in the WWE uh, 2Ks as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, again, what can you do? Uh, I, I just I just earn it in game. I'm not buying that shit, you know. But even then, it's a, it's a drag to try to get, you know. Uh, but yeah, I've been playing that, and then uh, yeah, it's been it's been pretty much it. Just been you know, like I said, I did some birthday stuff and and whatnot. So it's been a been a crazy week. I, I oh, and then like you know, obviously it was like the 20th anniversary of 9/11 and stuff. So you know, I was, yeah. I was looking at some of that stuff, and you know that that shit is that's every rough. I mean, that's that's that that every that year shit is like yeah Ugh, every man. year since it's happened. I always go back and look and like reflect like because it's been 20 years and I was in yeah, like 20 I was years, like, dude. I was fucking 11 years. when this shit when it happened and like I still remember coming home just like it was yesterday and looking on TV and that's what they were talking about. And like it changed so much like. Yeah. And then I I just can't I can't, I can't help but like look at some of the stories and. And just yeah. think about then, that like, day every day, that every, every anniversary. And then, like the thing is, like they're you saw that they're like they're still identifying people from like mm-hmm. twenty years ago. Like they just identified some lady that you know, because you know our, our our like DNA technology and ID technology stuff has been getting better over the years. So they literally like through dental stuff they identified another woman from that, and it's like man. 20 years later these people are finally some people are finally getting closure you know it's it's mm-hmm. fucking crazy to think about man like and then another thing like there are people who are born now who are adults that have no recollection of this ever happening yeah dude. like that is nuts to me dude i saw like somebody like, that was a teacher talking about it on twitter and they were like like we used to talk about this every year where people were like where yeah. were you when it happened and then it's like exactly. there's people that they don't know cuz they, they weren't born yeah, they weren't oh, born like... or they were like a year old or you know whatever right like they don't mm-hmm. like what that's so nuts to me dude like for me i remember it because i you know i'm 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 in the west coast obviously you guys know that by now if you've been listening to this show for long enough 
I've been here all my life. I've never been anywhere else. So all all that stuff happened like like early early in the morning, like like eight a.m. or you know nine a.m. and and stuff over in New York. So by the time that I, you know we we were waking up over here, that had all that stuff had already happened. So you we you just see it happen on the news and stuff, right? And like I remember, like I didn't even go to school that day, like you know what I mean, because of that. Like the, like my parents did not want to send me to school because of that. So I didn't even go. I didn't even go that day. Yeah. Um. It, yeah. I was, was at school when it happened. Yeah. It's it's. It, I couldn't even imagine, dude. That's 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 nuts, man. But yeah, it's yeah. uh, it's it's crazy, dude. Yeah. And then like every like I said, and then we were just talking about every year, like they. There's always like new, you know, audio from like the flights and like there's always there's always new information coming out all the time, like every year with with each anniversary and stuff. So, you know, it's like th- there was like some uh, was it like Nat Geo did like a like a, a, a like a mini series off the like um, the firefighters and stuff, which I want to check out. And there's, you know, uh, there's been there's like multiple places that were doing their own like thing this year. And I haven't seen I know there was a doc on Netflix, I think. Yeah, yeah, well. the Netflix did another one as well. Yeah, yeah, there's some yeah, I so haven't seen yet. Stuff. Like I'll be honest that. with you, it's, it's I get crazy. emotional watching some of that shit because, like, I'm I mean, a kid is, and dude. a kid yeah, again. Yeah. Uh, no, it it really does, man. Like, it's just, it's just like some of the stuff, man, that you you watch and you're like, fuck, dude, like, like. Like it seems like it's a movie, but it's it. This actually happened, dude. Mm-hmm. Like real people had to go through this stuff. There was oh my, like it, you you just start thinking about it and you and you see it happen, and it's like, dude, man, like I was like, oh god, like I, I was looking at the you know, the United ninety three stuff the other day, bro. Like you yeah, know, with with Todd Beamer and how you know they were on the phone and he's and but and when they were all getting ready to charge up the cockpit. The last thing he said, I think, was like, yo, yo, we ready? Let's roll, dude. Like, what a fucking badass, dude. Mm-hmm. This dude said, let's roll. And they went up there and they charged the fucking, like, the cockpit. And they, you know, they stopped these dudes from, from put, you know, causing even greater damage and harm and, and, and you know, risking more lives. Like, that's the ultimate sacrifice right there, man. They didn't make it out, but they prevented so much other loss of life and damage and and whatnot from doing what they did so i mean it's it's just it's just crazy dude it's it's nuts yeah no it's it's a hard thing to talk about too because i get emotional even now thinking about it like yeah i mean everybody on that plane like those people were heroes like it's it's, they really were man they they weren't going to take part in in, you know they weren't going to be idle you know they were going to do something so they did um but yeah it's i can't believe it's been 20 years yeah dude, it, 20 sometimes years, it man. feels like it was just yesterday yeah yeah it, it's it's just one of those things right like you remember where you were and then what like because it, it changed the world man like not like that's one of those points in time where like you know there's pre 911 life and then post 911 life and it's like man so many people have just like we were just saying so many kids nowadays like don't know anything about it other than the history books and it's like or you know school or whatever and it's mm-hmm. crazy dude 
And we live through it. Weird. It's a weird thing. Yeah, dude. We do. I'm I'm tired of living through through bad history, man. Right? We like that, it's... we have we have the pandemic. It's like can we can we live through good history now? I'm I'm yeah. tired of living through, through 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 terrible things, man. It's rough. It's rough, man. Yeah. Yeah, we have the Baba in the chat sharing uh, uh you know her memories of the uh, uh of that day as well. Yeah. She was in uh, high school doing an elective. Teacher said that the plane hit the Pentagon. They didn't know about the towers at that moment. They were watching it on TV all day, except one teacher who was like, we're going to do work because I called my husband and he's okay, so we're going to focus on work. Like, <laughs> yeah, I it's... Yeah. It, like, I was watching also a video of, like, uh, an astronaut who was in space, like, when that happened. And you can just see, like, the smoke coming from the towers and stuff and it's like man what a what a like what a thing imagine like you're 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 stuck up in space and then you know you get a call from like you know people down here being like you know we're not having a good day on earth man like you know yeah uh, what a what a thing man what a thing but anyway uh there's there's no easy way to get out of that one so we're just gonna, no i think just... i think it's time for the news huh we just got to keep on going, man. Yeah. All right, guys, uh, we're going to talk about some gaming news. There's been quite a bit the past uh, week. We got a few things to talk about, a few things we're excited about. Um, so, Daniel, if you want to <clears throat> start us off here with what we have up first. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we were talking about, I was talking about how I was playing Aliens, uh, Fireteam Elite, and uh, there was a new update. Oh, they got a they, uh, Let's throw that on there. Yeah, they, they added a new class and some new stuff. Yeah, we got the, the Phalanx class. And some new weapons, it looks like. I need to play more of this, man. Um, uh, because I've only played a little bit, and then I got lost in, in uh, Pathfinder stuff, you know? So you've you've tried this a bit? Uh I have. I tried the class a little bit and uh it's it's okay. Like, you know, the main thing about that class is that you have a shield, right? Mm-hmm. And then I think one of the other things you kinda have like a well how would I how do I describe it? Kind of like a shock ability where like you like shock things around you. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, that exactly. and then the shields are like the two abilities, yeah. That's cool. And these new weapons look pretty dope. I want that fucking minigun. Yeah, I I haven't tried them all yet, but I, I definitely need to need to need, want to, yeah. And this I think is completely free, right? Season one's free. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's a it's a free update. You don't yeah, you don't have to uh you know, buy anything else or, or, or you know whatnot to, to, to get this one. Uh but yeah, it's uh it's pretty cool. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I played it for a little bit, so I need to try out some of the other stuff. But they've added, you know, they added, uh, like that trailer said, more weapons, more cosmetics, and and, uh, uh, yeah. So definitely, definitely cool. I hope they keep adding updates for this game because, uh, it's it's uh, yeah, it, it, it'll it'll be nice to have that because. Uh, once once you kind of get over the the initial like 
you know, story of the game. It's you kind of, there kind of needs to be more. But anyway, yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, next up. Next up, we have the Alan Wake remastered is happening. Which this was, so we had so this was shown at the PlayStation uh, showcase, which we'll be talking about here in a little bit. But this was actually uh, like we knew about this before that. Yeah, this happened, so. this had leaked like, like everywhere. <laughs> yeah, so a couple of days before that, uh, we knew that an Alan Wake remastered was coming. Uh, to PS5, Xbox Series X, S, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Uh, the original was, in, was a 360 exclusive. Uh, so it's so the remaster is uh, going to be marking the first time it's going to be on PlayStation consoles. And uh, and since Epic is publishing the game, it'll be a, a PC exclusive as uh, for for the for the EGS Epic Game Store. So the original game came out in 2010, and uh, the remaster comes out later this year. Uh, with uh, the two DLC expansions, the Signal and the Writer, as well. Uh, 4K polish. Uh, yeah, so I- I've actually played this game before already. I played it a couple years ago on stream. And uh, it was pretty fun. It was pretty enjoyable. Um, yeah. I think I have this. I think I started it at one point on stream. And uh-huh. I got distracted with something else. Gotcha. Yeah, I yeah, played, I played, I've played three hours according to Steam. I played this <laughs> one and then I played, uh, was it the American Nightmare one? Which is kind of like a little like a little spin-off or something. Yeah. So I played both of those, yeah. By the way, guys, if you hear construction equipment, they're they're literally out the window across the road from me. They're working on shit, and they got a fucking big ass backhoe doing shit over there. And I, like, if you see me just look over randomly, it's because they've hit something and made a loud noise. So I apologize for that if you hear anything. It shouldn't be coming through. I don't think it is, but just in case. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I randomly look annoyed out my window, you know why. Um. <laughs> But yeah, this is exciting for those Alan Wake fans. I know this game is hard to stream, especially nowadays with DMCA, the music in it. Oh, yeah. And all that. Maybe they'll throw in a DMCA mode, maybe. Hopefully. Uh, that's that's one of the things that I really enjoyed about Cyberpunk, is that uh, they did they did that whole, like, you know, we're going to do a, a whole, you know, sh- streamer mode for the music if you want to stream it. You know, so that was that was pretty cool of them to do. I, I it would be nice if more games did that. Um, but yeah, we'll 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 see. Cause yeah, I remember playing that game and I'm like, oh no, not this song, not right now. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah. All right. What do we got next? Next up, we have the Marvel's Avengers content roadmaps. So I know you haven't played this game a whole lot, Josh be honest i haven't either but i hop back onto it whenever there's a new update uh and i you know like the most recent uh black panther update i uh i i hopped on but we have the the content roadmap here so obviously we're in august they did the war for wakanda expansion 
uh, and all of that stuff. This month in September, they have the uh, the game's one-year anniversary is going to be coming up, which, uh, yeah, I guess it did come out a year ago, huh? That's kind of crazy. Yeah. So they have the one-year anniversary for the game. Looks like there's some uh, stuff inspired by the Black Panther movie. Uh, they're going to have some community activities as well. And then coming up in the fall and winter, we have some uh, returning events such as Attackion Anomaly, Red Room Takeover, Corrupted Vibranium, Cosmic Thread, Bonus XP Weekends. Uh, they're going to have their first raid, and it's going to be, you know, you got to fight Claw. Uh, it's going to be a new enemy type, Echoes. Uh, the power level cap is going to increase. Uh, and then for PlayStation, they're going to be finally releasing Spider-Man because he's a PlayStation exclusive, which you know, makes sense I'm to Sony. I'm surprised it took a year to get Spider-Man. I am too. I I remember when this game, before it came out, I thought he was going to be like a launch. Right. It's like, you know, like I thought he was going to be available right away for the PlayStation people. But uh, I wonder, I wonder if like, I wonder because the game yeah, the game launched with issues. They probably just spent so much time fixing them, I imagine, and trying to get like yeah the right content out there. I imagine them throwing in Spider Man would feel dirty if they'd done it earlier with all those issues and stuff. May- early, I mean, maybe yeah, I don't maybe, know for uh, sure, but it definitely I definitely thought he was going to be out. Like yeah, I thought he was going to be out right, forever, like right though. away. Yeah, same. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, that's. That's happening, and then re- they're reworking some systems such as the resources and gear upgrading. Uh, it's going to be earnable cosmetics, and they're going to be doing a Hawkeye nameplate challenge for the show. And then finally, of course, throughout this, all you know, the next few months, uh, they're going to be releasing other outfits inspired by the MCU, which we've seen some of them already, like uh, uh, off the top of my head, like. The Avengers outfit from for Captain America is out, and you know things like that um, mm-hmm. have been being added. So that's pretty cool. Again, I, I I don't play the game as nearly as much as I used to when it first came out, but I'll hop on every once in a while whenever they add a new uh, a new update. So it's cool that they're still continuing to support this and that they haven't given up on it and whatnot right we always yeah always i mean they have a good for games to they have to, a lot invested in that yeah yeah i want it i want it to be good i don't want nothing to be bad yeah 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 um yeah uh what's next daniel next up we have um it's time the yes. showcase is next. Well, the PlayStation Let's Showcase happened. The Sony's PlayStation Showcase. There was a lot shown here. And uh, <laughs> Let's talk about I, how they came out with the opening and just threw their gigantic penis on the table for everybody to look at and waggle it around like, look at it. Look how like, great look, we are. Like, yeah, like you guys heard about <laughs> this one thing. Well... It's true. It's real. And well, guess what? We got it. We ain't, we, yeah. ain't, we, ain't, we ain't let nobody else show it. We're, we're, we're showing this. Yeah. So it's real. It's happening, baby. Hotel remake. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so happy, dude. I, so I was planning on streaming this live, but I was running late that day. So I actually like missed this live. 
because I was like setting up stream because like, oh fuck, I'm running late, dude. I gotta get get on here and shit, right? So I this is the only thing that I missed because I was late by a couple minutes. And dude, I obviously I knew it was happening because everybody was talking about it. But I, you, you see this and you're like, dude, we've been talking about this for years, dude. For years, years we've been talking right. about this. And to see it finally become, you know, fi- like it's real. It's happening. Mm-hmm. It's, it's true now. A little all bit more. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's true. All of it. Everything. When this oh, when man. this came up, I was watching it. When this came up, I knew what it was. I knew the voice. I knew the figure. Well, yeah. But but like even knowing all of that. I still got emotional as fuck. I cried. I won't lie. I cried. I'll fucking straight up tell you. I cried when I saw this, heard this, everything about it. Because, like, this is my childhood. This is like, if there was a game that defined my entire childhood, it's it's KOTOR. It's like, and it was an Xbox exclusive, which is so weird to think about. And then it came out on PC later. And now look at where we're at now. It's completely flipped around. Like, cause yeah. now it's going to be a PlayStation thing for a little while. Um, I, I can't tell you how excited I am, but I'm also a little scared. I'm also a little scared because like, really? I'm, af- I'm afraid of like, obviously I will always have the OG KOTOR to always be like mine and all that. I'm afraid now they said they're going to honor the story and stuff with this. And I'm yeah, just kind of curious well. to what changes they make and stuff like that. You know, is well, the, are they going to give the main character a voice or anything like that? You know, just kind of mm, stuff like that. I'm a little concerned yeah. about because we just don't have a lot of info right now other than, Hey, this is a thing. It's a, it's going to come out on PlayStation and PC and it's a console exclusive for a little while. Like, yeah, you know, like that's kind of all we know right now. So, right, you know, I'm kind of curious, and and some of the voice actors, the other voice actors that were in the OG game, if, if you know, passed on and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm kind of curious to who's all coming. You know, just little little things. Trask go better be in this fucking game though. Right. Like if it, my well, boy ain't in this listen. game, <laughs> they're, they're they're gonna they're gonna stick to the same. They're gonna stick to it like exactly the way it is. I think so. Everything that we know, the story wise and everything, yeah, that I they know what made that, it great. They know yeah, what made Kotor. I don't it. think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna change anything story wise. Like Trask is gonna be gonna be there. I think every voice actor that is still alive with us, that is still working and wants to be a part of it, will be a part of it. I think they'll bring. Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna bring everybody back. So I'm not concerned in that regard. Um, the 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 thing that I have heard that they're gonna change is the combat, obviously, from uh, you know, the the system that they used to do to something a bit more modern. But I think, I think what would be smart if they did is if they did the final fa- if they went the Final Fantasy VII remake route, where you can play the old combat if you want, but they obviously upgraded it as well for you know the new the new generation and whatnot so yeah. i think if they did it that way you can keep everybody happy <laughs> um but i'm excited dude I, I i just seeing fucking revan in this little teaser all he needed to do was fucking throw up that lightsaber because like you said 
we know that when you hear the the narration, you know it's Jennifer Hale's Vaseline. Mm. You no, know, you know she's talking. Been and in love like, with her since I was a kid, man. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I can't help but it. she's like, we 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 face the you know the the strongest Sith in generations. They must be stopped. You're like, yes, yes, Bastila, I'm with you. You know, like like, like let's let, let's do this. It, it 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 like honestly, this teaser should not like like for people who have never played this and you know they all they they have never played it and all they see is this. I get them not being super excited because it's it's a short little thing, right? It's a voiceover, then you see Revan with the lightsaber, and that's it. But for us who have played it and who love this and and all that stuff, like that's all it that's all it took for us to get hype, all right? Like, yeah, just that that show, that uh, just just hearing about that shit is making me look, making me smile, man. Yeah, I, I, I had to go I, look I up reactions. Wait. I can't look wait. up reactions I too. I was looking everywhere. Yeah. There's not a lot of reactions to people that were watching this live. I mean, there's some out there, and I've watched as many as I possibly can. But, man, I wish there was more. But there's a lot of people that have never played KOTOR. They've only ever heard stories. And for those people that will get to dip their toes into this for the very first time, oh, my God, you guys are going to have so much fucking fun. Yeah. Like like, like our friend Katie, who's never played it, and she's finally mm-hmm. going to be able to play it with this, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my god, dude! Like, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a little jealous that, that they get <laughs> to experience this. Like, n- now I get how people were were feeling about me when I played Mass Effect for the first time, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, with the with the Legendary Edition, because that's my first experience with it. Uh, so that's how I'm gonna feel about everybody playing Kotor for the first time, and I'm gonna watch the shit out of people play that, dude. Like, I, yeah. I can't wait, bro. It's gonna be so great. I can't wait to replay it myself. Um. I, I I can't wait. It's so Knights of the Republic. For those oh. of you who don't know, is hang on, guys. My, I gotta fix Daniel's camera. It's my favorite game of all time, and also it's one of my favorite, if not my favorite, Star Wars story ever told. It's yes. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I mean, I, I, we can go on and on about Kotor, but we got other things to talk. I about. I do have one final question, or just like, what do you think? Do you think? And this is just purely, I have no fucking clue. Maybe, maybe not. You think they're going to try to make this canon now? Uh, or they, with this remake? You think they'll do anything like that? Mm, that's. I know that's another question that's been asked by people. Um, <laughs> it's been going around, and I'm kind of curious to... to... I, I'm not sure, because they could do that. But also, if, if they plan on just like re- retelling the story the way that it was, then I could see them just being like, well, you know... It's a story. Was, this is legends. We're just we're just we're just redoing the game. Like, you know, it's 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 still legends, but uh, it'll be years before we see yeah. this and like no, really any concrete info. I imagine, but yeah, I, I'd imagine we're still like a year or two away, probably. From yeah. This. Uh, but, but just uh, you know, it's it's things to th- think about and and talk but about. You know what? That that gives me more reason to stay alive for the next two years. Or that, that's what right? I told I told Maja like, that the other night. I was like, I have a reason to stay alive. That coach exactly. for it, man. That gives me more incentive to be to stick around a little longer. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's I'd be, listen. I would love if they made a canon. Like they can, but see the thing if they were to make a canon though is what people wouldn't want. Because you'd have to tweak the story a little bit, you know what I mean, to make it. Yeah. Canon. So, do you want it to be canon, but they tweak some things to make it fit in with canon, 
or do you want it to be exactly the same as it was, you know, with updated graphics and, you know, all, everything that modern games have, but it still is legends, you know what I mean? So it's it's you have to you have to weigh the two and see like which one do I want, and you know? If they if they do this and do it well, man, I'd love for them to do two because I like two as well. Oh like, yeah, yeah. I so and the, I was just thinking like if you know if they do two, they can probably they could re-add all the content from the original mm -hmm. one, right? Right. Like that would be that'd be perfect if they did it if they did that. So yeah, hopefully this does well, which I I'm it will. It, let's be real, it's gonna do well, right? I will say it was pretty uh, funny watching people's reactions and like they show the close up of Revan, but they don't realize who Revan is. And they'll yeah. and, and then like it'll cut to where it says Knights of the Old Republic remake, and then they understand like what this yeah. really is. I like, noticed those... that too. It's like, how are you gonna stop freaking out about Revan, bro? And then they're like code to remake. Oh Yeah, no, right. <laughs> and it's like... like like I was freaking out the moment I heard Basila talk, bro. Mm -hmm. Actually, no. I was freaking out the moment I saw Lucasfilm games, dude, because that's what I was like, Star Wars game, like what? And then, was, uh, then you hear, and then you hear Jennifer Hale, and that's when I was like, all right, this is it, dude. It's this happening. was absolutely the biggest surprise because I would never expect this at a PlayStation thing, like, right? Like I wasn't expecting this at all. I was like, yeah. I was sitting here thinking, I wonder what this is gonna be. Like it says showcase. What are they gonna show, bro? It was from the moment they should started. It was like. Everything they showed was dope as fuck. <laughs> like, that, this is why I like watching these fucking events, man, because you get stuff like this that you wouldn't expect. Like, like again, we've heard the KOTOR remake rumors for years now, but did did any of us ever think it would happen at this event? No. That's why I'm glad we watched. That's why I'm glad I watched it, dude. Because fucking mm -hmm. man, I I got to I, I didn't watch it like right live as it happened, but I got to watch it like you know a little bit later, and I was like, dude. You know, I, I I reacted to it. I put it up on my YouTube. You know, I I clipped it out from my stream because I was streaming this and everything. And and uh, yeah, it was it's it's amazing. I still I I it was it was they re, the reveal happened the day before my birthday, so I was like, that, this, this is no matter what else happened, this is already a great gift. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I uh, obviously we can go on and on about that, but. We have other we, we can do a whole show but just, about that. But just know we are we are we are over the moon. We are very yeah. excited about this finally being true and, and revealed and happening and all. And so. All right, let's peel ourselves off with wait. a crowbar and move on to the yeah. next thing. The last thing uh, I have to say about that is I am going to be telling all of my friends who have not played it to play it because mm -hmm. they need to. Baba. Anyway. Um. <laughs> <laughs> moving on yeah oh yeah yeah she's i mean yeah you got she got to right yeah yes including you baba which by the way this game came out in 2003 and uh you can you can create your own well create your own characters is, is i guess kind of true but I, I hope that they add a little bit more options for that next time around you know what i mean yeah you know they were how, very you know limited, limited back in the day you know how limited yeah. it was back then yeah so anyway yeah anyway uh moving on after kotor uh they had a bunch of other stuff which uh i uh we well yeah we have here so they also mentioned a something that i didn't quite expect but uh 
Insomniac is doing a Wolverine game. Everybody saw this and was like, Spider-Man! <laughs> yeah, because you, you see Insomniac in Marvel and you're like, oh, Spider-Man. The moment they cut to the bar, it's like, wait, this is Spider-Man? Yeah, I was going to say, you. the moment we go to the bar, you're like, okay, this this isn't Spider-Man. This is something else, right? Mm-hmm. You're thinking, like, what could this be? Could this be, like, you know, Punisher? Could it be, like, you know, Daredevil or, you know, something, right? But then you then you see this dude walk up to the bar, and then, and then you're like, oh, it's Wolverine, dude. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I I'm excited for a fucking Wolverine game. Like that's yeah, shit. that's gonna be sick. I heard they're gonna go very mature with that one too. So like, yeah, yeah. let me slice and dice and... some fools. Yeah. Yeah. And th- this was also a surprise, like, because I wasn't expecting it at all. Um. Yeah, I don't think I don't think anyone expected that. How Insomniac must have an army of people working there now, because like, dude, I mean, they're doing this, and then the other game that they revealed is they're doing Spider Man Two. So I yeah. love Spider Man One. That game is incredible. It was top three games of twenty eighteen for me. Uh, so you see the footage here, Mar- Marvel again, and uh, Insomniac. And then you're like, all right, so this has to be Spider-Man then, right? And then you hear the voiceover and you're thinking, who the hell is this? Is this Craven? Is this who is this? But the but you see you see the Peter Spider-Man, you see the Miles Spider-Man both working together here. Could surprise me. Yeah. This uh And then the voiceover continues, <laughs> and you're like, who the hell's talking? Like is it like again, is it Craven? Is it uh you know, like, 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 who is it? Like, who, like, what does this guy sound like? But then they go off into the alley over here, and you see who it actually is. And then shit gets hype, bro. Like, if it wasn't already. Um. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Look at that. Mm. That, boy, that shit's Benum, pretty dope. Shit's Spider-Man pretty dope too. So we have <laughs> this. This is coming out in two years, twenty twenty three. So they have, you know, time obviously from between Wolverine and this to to uh, you know come out with these. Um, I love the first game. It was really really good. Uh, I I just mentioned how it was top three for me the year that came out. I have not played Miles Morales yet because I only have a PS4 and I know it's on, out on PS4, but I'm like waiting maybe if, if whenever eventually I get a PS5, maybe I, I'll wait and play it on that, which is the same reason why I haven't played the Ghost of Tsushima, uh, ex, you know, ex, director's cut because uh, I'm waiting to see if I should just wait for the, the PS5 upgrade or, or just, you know, get on PS4, but yeah um spider-man 2 very exciting can't wait love the first game still need to play miles morales but uh yeah these games are these games are a a fun fun time uh 
throwing Venom uh, into the mix is going to be very, very, very hype for sure. I'm also kind of curious if they're going to have like a little bit of co-op in here because they had like co- the Spider-Mans working together and doing stuff in this, both in this them, video. Yeah. And I'm kind of curious I, if there be anything. I like don't that. know what the I don't know what their intention with that was because I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if they have co-op planned or not. I think it'd be dope if they did. It'd be cool if you could like drop in, drop out kind of stuff. You know, I'm kind of curious as well. It may not be like that. It may be like one of those GTA type things where you just swap between them, you know, and like at different Mm, times, certain missions, stuff like that could be. Hmm. But yeah, that's it. That was exciting. Um, Like. Wolverine, they showed off Wolverine and they showed some more stuff and then they showed Spider-Man 2. People weren't expecting it. It was curveballs. Like, this whole show was like curveball after curveball. Um, the only thing that that showed up like when I expected it to was like God of War. Like I always expected that toward the end. Um, which I think most, just about everybody did. So, Yeah, which, uh, speaking of God of War, that's the next one we have. And there's there's some spoilers in here from the first game, so uh, if you haven't played the first one, you're you're gonna get spoiled. If you it's know, me, but I have like no context this. for any of this. Uh, like yeah, so they they there there is there is some spoilery shit in there. Uh, it's so playing without sound, guys. That we're not gonna play any sound with it, so any spoilers will be visual spoilers. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh, I love I love the first one. The 2018 God of War, uh, the first one in the newer, you know, era of games, because uh, obviously there was the the OG trilogy and and all that and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, God of War 2018 was incredible. We here we have here we have the boy and and, and Kratos, and the, the boy is not a boy anymore. He's now a teen, and uh, they're you know they're off on on their adventures doing their thing. Uh, is trying to take him down. Um, she's still not happy about events from the first game. Uh, it's Ragnarok, so shit is going down. Obviously, that since since the lake is frozen over, you can't go boat riding anymore. So it's cool that they have like the wolf sleds or the dog sleds or whatever the hell that is. That, that's gonna be pretty neat. I'm ready to hear some more stories, some more Kratos stories uh, from that. Although I guess we did see some 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 boat rowing there a, a bit. Yeah, it's like in a completely so, different uh, like part of the world. It looks like <laughs> they're they're bringing back the dwarves and everything. When I see him fighting these monsters, they they make me think of D and D monsters, the, the frog mm. dudes. <clears throat> yeah, I need to yeah, play just, the. the, the first it just looks these. like more of the. It looks like more of the first game, which isn't a bad thing because the first one's incredible. Um, and yeah, definitely like to anybody who hasn't played it, fucking play it, man, because it's, it's it's top tier, man. It's so it's so damn so damn good. This is a pretty beefy trailer. I was just sitting yeah, here like watching this. I'm like, honest, this has got a lot I, in it. I think, I think I think they show off too much in this, man. If I'm being real. Yeah, it's like a lot. 
but yeah, we'll we'll probably just stop it right there. That way we kind of yeah, yeah avoid some of the stuff. But yeah, that's a beefy three minute trailer. If you want to see the rest of it, yeah. You know, also, be warned though. Like own. I said again, there's spoilers in that trailer for Ragnarok. So if you have not played the first one, if you have not played the first one, go play the first one because it's incredible. Um. After that, we had a trailer for Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, which is the new Borderlands-esque game. I'm gonna I think be real this is with a you. standalone. Yeah, trailer. it's a standalone set in the Borderlands. So I'm gonna be real with you. This looks so much better than Borderlands Three. Honestly, agree. <laughs> yeah, like I would rather play this so many, so much more than the third game. I also like the 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 song that they use in this trailer because I think it fits in so well. It's a baby metals gimme chocolate and it works yeah. so well with, with this thing. I saw some people watching this and were like, "What the hell is a song?" I'm like, it's, it's baby it's, metal. Baby I've metal, learned who that is. I've learned yeah. that. I've learned how that is from like our two it, music shows ago. Yeah, <laughs> it, it fits in so well with with Tiny Tina's vibe and this trailer and everything. It mm. just it works very well. And yeah, I like the fantasy like D&D type setting that we're doing with Borderlands here in this, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I dig it, you know? Like this is something that I mean I I won't get it at launch, but like I will definitely like be having keep keeping an eye on because like I'd rather play this than Borderlands 3 if I'm being real. Well, there you have it. Yeah, but yeah, this D&D looks fun. Monsters, yeah, right. Oh, I dig it. It's a fun trailer. Also, there's melee weapons. Like it looks like, like they open yeah. a chest in here at one point, and a sword definitely comes flying out. Mm-hmm. I saw it. Yeah. <clears throat> Look at all the loot. There's more swords. Yeah. Yeah, it looks fun though. I like the skeleton enemies, the butt stallion, the the dragons and stuff. Yeah, it's it it, it is more D and D aspect. Yeah, basically, Tiny T is t- Tiny Tina. Oh my God, is playing you know the DM. For, yeah, I mean at the end at the end near the end of the trailer, she literally like throws dice and has like her DM screen and all that stuff. Yeah. This is a whole. This is a whole game now, though, Bob. This isn't even a DLC. This is a whole. Yeah. Standalone. Yeah, it's the same DLC. This is this is a game. Mm-hmm. Wonderlands. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands comes out March. That is uh, not as far as you think it is. Uh, to be honest with you, the first half of next year looks fantastic in terms of games. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff coming. So yeah, that looks fun. I definitely will probably be giving. Well. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be, be giving that a shot at some point. I'm not sure when, but I will definitely play it because it looks like a fun time. Uh, the next thing we have here, uh, if if you have nothing else to say about that one, Josh. No, no, we can move on. Next thing we have here is Project Eve. Also known as Project Booty because it's all over this trailer. Uh, so Project Eve is a PS5, I think, exclusive game. Uh post-apocalyptic type dealio and uh yeah it's uh you got your you got your sexy anime girl fucking tearing stuff up 
Yeah, I think so this what, is what? a Korean studio, I believe, are making this game. I think maybe I was picking out of my hands. I think I think it is. Um, um I, I when I saw this, I'm like, oh, Bayonetta. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's what I yeah, thought. Yeah, Bayonetta, right? Yeah. Um uh, but yeah, these uh I don't <clears throat> I don't usually play these types of games, really. But yeah, it looks pretty. Um it looks mm -hmm. very shiny. And and uh, and that just is like fascinates me. That shot there of like, look at this gigantic monster thing in the in space. Yeah, it, it, this is this is a very like just based off this trailer because I mean I didn't know a whole lot about this game to be honest. Like I still yeah, don't. I, I still don't. Yeah. <laughs> it uh, like like just based off this trailer, it it's in it like I'm intrigued enough to want to know more. But yeah, I, I you know, when when you see this, you think like you said Bayonetta and all that kind of stuff, which I don't normally play either. But um, yeah, they 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 definitely uh, they definitely focus on the on 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 uh, certain angles uh, in this as well. If you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. In certain in certain shots, which you know, hey, fuck it, dude. But uh, they leaned into it, whereas Mass Effect was like we're cutting out Miranda's booty shots. This. This this game was like booty everywhere, which is fine. Man, I'm about it. So yeah, I, I like booties. Fine. And uh, th th this is some, this some, is a some quick time events going on too. I see. <laughs> yeah, I mean the combat looks fun and stuff. Like, but uh, it looks like like this lady's like an android at certain points because like, man, she's she, got she's got, she's got some light hair, some light ups light up stuff that kind of happens on her like her back and stuff and i'm like is she a is she a robot i i mean she a cyborg what's crazy is at the end of this trailer dude like you see this other lady in the like suit and she puts the helmet on and you're like the fuck yeah right that is a that's a crazy that's some crazy looking gear if you ask me man like damn Mm-hmm. That's that's, that's crazy looking, too. man. There's there's some pretty interesting designs in this game. Yeah, this we're just skipping. Man. We're gonna skip a little bit through this because it's a lot. Of, yeah, this is four minutes of of uh, booty and <laughs> um, other stuff. Yeah, let's yes, skip it's, it. It's quite the quite the bootyful looking game, indeed. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. This lady, this lady does some fucking like. Yeah, she puts look, on look some. Her, dude. She puts on, on some, Koji, like... some Kojima gear, and is yeah, like, right? "Let's go." <laughs> it, look, it looks like that thing that they put the baby in in fucking Death Stranding, dude. It's like, what the fuck is that? It also looks a little bit like his logo. Um, oh, man. Uh, I mean, that's cool, man. I, I uh... yeah, I, I'll, I'll have to. That's one of those things I'll, that I will be like, you know, keeping an eye on, but because I want to know more, I just don't know a whole lot about it, though. Yeah. But it definitely yeah, reminds me of, like Bayonetta or the Nier games or whatever. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, they are doing Uncharted Four and The Lost Legacy remasters for PS Five and PC. Uh, now I don't know why they're not doing the original three 
but they're doing the last two. If you yeah. haven't played the last two. I saw some people that were like confused. I was like, wait, but just doing what's the point of that? Just doing those, those two. Like The most recent ones, right, are getting remasters. Like the fourth game came out like in 2016. Like, does that really need a remaster? Put them all on PC. I'll play them. Please. Well, they're putting these two at least on PC. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, they they gotta they gotta do your. I mean, since they're doing these, they they gotta do the original ones now, right? Yeah. Well, the biggest thing is like I want them on PC. It's not that I want them remastered for PS Five. It's like I want them all on the PC. Um, right. They're just putting like these couple on PC, and it's like. You're, you're giving like, okay, me the end yeah. of a story that I haven't even started. <laughs> no, I... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But those are going to be releasing on uh, early 2022 packaged together as the Legacy of Thieves collection, which is just two games and not the other three. But anyway, yeah. uh, after that, we have some Rainbow Six Extraction. Uh which I think out of everything that they showed at the showcase, this is probably the, the one that I was like, man. Yeah, the weakest. Yeah, it was the weakest out of everything they showed. I still stand by that this should not be Rainbow Six. <laughs> They're doing it only so they can yank the characters from Siege and throw them in here. Yeah. Uh, this doesn't feel like Rainbow Six to me. But I'm sure people will enjoy it. And... But they're doing that thing where it's like, only three players, which is like another thing that's kind of meh, that's, right? Yeah, that's 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 lame. Yeah, like I want more than three if I'm gonna play a thing. Like to me, Rainbow Six always was like tactical squads moving in and taking out these bad guys, and like now we're fighting Tactical a bunch of odds taking down aliens aliens and like it's i don't know like i feel like you could call this anything else and it would be fine i take issue with the fact that they're using just the rainbow six name on it i guess and maybe yeah. that's a petty reason but i stand by it because i grew up with rainbow six and tom clancy all right like and these are this is not what i think of when I see those names. So that, yeah, this definitely is like, out of all the things they showed, this is probably the weakest. So that's it. Yeah, it, it for sure is the weakest thing that they showed. All right, what's next? Let's open that. Next up, we have Forspoken, which I'm pretty interested in because uh, there's a lot of good people working on this game as well. Yeah. Like, like for example, Amy Henning from Uncharted, which we were just talking about, and Gary Witta. Yeah, from, Gary's you know, Rogue like One, rock- amongst other things. He's uh, writing this, right, I think? Yeah, they're working on this. And then we have people like Janina Gavankar, who is going to be, you know... Uh, one of the characters in this game as well. Like there's a lot of a lot of great peeps working on this. So I'm I'm pretty pretty excited about this. Uh I remember when this was just called Project Athia or whatever, you know, like 
Mm-hmm. You know, and here we are. And it looks good, man. I'm 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 looking forward to checking this out. I saw when some people saw the rings on her arm were like uh Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Yeah. yeah. That's what Legend I thought. I was like, oh dude. I, I just want a game where I can use those rings from that movie and just fucking tear shit up, dude. Like that'd be so cool, dude. Yeah. I didn't even realize about the rings until like she starts talking to him or they start talking to her or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Shang-Chi. Cool. Um, the world, the, the world of this fascinates me. It looks really cool. Yeah, right. She gets like, what like the hell's going on here. I've read a lot of books where like modern day people get get sucked into like some fantasy world, and that's kind of what this is. It seems like. Yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah, when they start showing off movement and and like a little bit of combat and stuff in here, it looks cool, man. It looks. It looks ambitious, is what it looks like, because. Yeah, it really does. It looks gorgeous as well. Um, For spoken. I will say some of the little after spell effects kind of... It's a little weird, but I think it's supposed to be. It's supposed to have like this weird, um, almost Neo in the Matrix vibe to it. Occasionally, with how she moves around. Also catching mysteriously catching transported from New York City, Frey Holland finds herself trapped in the beautiful, cruel land of Athia with magical sentient bracelets wrapped around her arm. Her new companion, cynical companion, Cuff, helps Frey navigate through the sprawling landscapes of Athia in search of a way home. Frey will battle monstrous creatures, confront the powerful Tentus. And uncover secrets that awaken something much more from within. So yeah, that looks that looks rad, man. Yeah. I keep getting um, sucked in at how pretty this game is. There's there's Janina right there at the end. That's her. Spring 2022. Just whooping ass. Cool. Like to see more of that. All right. The, ne- the next thing we have is the Alan Wake remastered trailer, which we talked about a little bit before this, but here's the announced trailer. Oops. Yeah. There she be. Bright Falls, which is not very bright. PlayStation for the first time. Yeah, it's a it's a if you guys have never played this game, it's it's something, man. I would definitely I I would say give it a go. Mm-hmm. Having played it, it's 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 very it's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's cool that they're remastering it. A lot of people were were wanting that, so <clears throat> I might check out this remaster. We'll see. Yes, yes. But yeah, I know a lot of people also wanted to see at one point. I wonder if uh, 
Yeah, I, I wonder I if this will lead to any of that. They had the one, one, yeah. yeah. Should be maybe. We'll see. I guess it depends on how that the re the remaster does, right? Yeah. Alan Wake remastered. What if like the remake or the remaster comes out and then like once you beat it at the end it's like Alan Wake will return and Alan Wake two or something. Right. And that's how they and that's how they announce it. You're like, what the hell? Something crazy. Uh, I was just sitting there thinking, what if they did something like that? Where they just throw in like a curveball yeah, and it's right. like Yeah. That'd be cool. I-, I would love to see more games like do that. Like, you know, how they do it in movies and shit. Like that'd be that'd be great. Like, oh, you enjoyed this game? Well, uh, just you wait. We're 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 already we already know what we're doing on the next one. Mm-hmm. But the, yeah, that's the Alan Wake remastered trailer. Uh, the next thing we have on here is GTA Five, but I don't want to talk about that. Let's, let's nah, no, it's the same old shit. Uh... Yeah, it's, it's we're you know we're we're in the third generation of this game being the only gta game so i enough enough of gta 5 yep so the thing after that we have is ghostwire tokyo which i've been very interested in this game since i saw it the very first time a couple years ago uh this looks this looks like uh this looks good i i normally am not the biggest fan of horror type games but this one seems cool man this one seems very very good. good intriguing like it i looks it looks trippy. spoopy as hell all the spirits and ghosts and shit running around everywhere very supernatural um yeah so i i this is something you got your boy slender man in there for some reason but uh <laughs> it, it it looks it looks really really neat yeah it does i uh, uh... So I, I definitely this will be something that I'll check out at some point. I actually, I don't even know when it comes out. Does this, this trailer? I I I guess it'll tell us at the end of the trailer. But, but yeah, it's coming out on PS Five and uh, it should be relatively soon, right? Because like they've been working on this for a hot minute. It's been a couple years since we've we've known about it. Yeah, now. Yeah. I mean, it's probably coming out. At some point next year. Yeah. It's a pretty beefy trailer. Ah, it's a minute. Minute. Almost two. Face the unknown. <laughs> I ain't gonna be playing this. I'll watch people play this. I'm I'm scared. Ghost by Tokyo. Spring 2022. Okay. Oh. Well. So, yeah. There you go. Little, little weight on there, but it'll get here. Yeah. So definitely want to check that out. That looks like it could be fun. All right. Uh, uh next up we had a trailer for Deathloop, but Deathloop's out. Um and it's getting really it's- good reviews, by the way, I heard. Um uh, we've also, we've like, kind of we, joked we, about we've, it. We've 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 seen so much about that. It has. It's out. It's getting good. It's getting good reviews. Apparently, like really good reviews, which is good. I know they had to delay the game a lot, so it's pretty cool that uh, it's getting sweet reviews out there. Um, we just saw it so much. I think we all get kind of fatigued. 
fatigued on hand a little bit. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I'm glad well, it's getting released. It comes out. It comes out today. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's finally out now. So that's that's good. Go go play it. Apparently, it's good. I'll check really that good. out. Or watch some streamers check it out or stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was after that? Next up, we have Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, it's available for pre-order. Yeah, they were like uh, so much, so much Marvel stuff coming, coming around. Yeah, it's pretty cool. This one still hasn't managed to impress me, to be honest. Grab like, I'm, I'm kind of like, no. You rocking that? White just, boy there's something about it that I'm like, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, it don't. You gotta do better than that. You gotta do better than that, Pete. Uh, yeah, that, that fucking haircut, dude. Like, get the hell out of here with that. Fucking get the haircut. fucking pompadour, fucking shape sign, and all that. I, I, this doesn't really grab me that much either. To be honest, uh, some of the humor is a little funny, but I mean, like the heart attack bit, I chuckled at. But um, we're getting our I mean, we're getting cool the dog Cosmo, but yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Know. it just doesn't. It, it it's this doesn't so far nothing about it. I'm like, I don't like. This is probably probably gonna be one of those games where I'll watch somebody play. Like, I don't, I don't think I'm, like, I, I don't think I'll be getting it to be honest. Unless they come out with like some trailer that totally blows me away, and I'm like, and even then I'm like, I'll probably wait for a sale. <laughs> You know, <laughs> like, uh, I don't, I don't really like a lot of the character designs. They look strange and. Yeah, I think I think the, I think like Gamora looks pretty cool, and I mean it's Groot. It's hard to get Groot wrong because he's just a tree, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like Drax looks a little weird. Uh, uh, Peter looks definitely weird. Peter looks like every white douchebag guy you know. And I can say that because I'm a white dude, okay? He looks like every white <laughs> douchebag I've ever met in my whole life. They all have that same haircut. Like, he looks... Nothing about him looks unique to me. Like, he he just looks boring and just generic. Another, just another dude. Right? Like... Yeah. I will say that I, I do like that uh, the pre-order... Uh, outfit for peter though the classic star lord that that's a cool outfit i do like that yeah i've always been a fan of the classic star lord outfit that's cool but yeah the other rest of them like oh you know okay uh okay. yes okay, but, but uh yeah there you go it's available it's coming this is coming out next month dude like i didn't like i oh, forgot yeah. it was that soon you know yeah but, hey, wow uh, I I, i'll that. probably watch i'll probably watch some people play this you know Alrighty, next up we have that uh, like Radiohead game, which you know I don't know if we. Need I don't to even know that, what this so. is, to be honest. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know what the hell we're. we're Wait, we don't know what it is. It's literally a trailer that tells us nothing. Um, it's it's other than Radiohead and Epic Games. That's it. That's it. Yeah, Radiohead. It's not Epic, even. They're they're doing something. They're doing a thing. 
And it's called For... Kida Men Men Menezia or something. To be honest, probably shouldn't have been in the showcase because <laughs> it didn't do anything. <laughs> anyway. anyway. Uh Chia. Let's talk about Chia. Uh this looks pretty like uh you know this this is one of the light the lighter things that they showed because you know mm-hmm. everything else is a little bit more hardcore. This this has like a cartoony type of style. It looks very wholesome, very tropical. This reminds me of like a like a Pixar game if it were or a Pixar movie if it were a game. Right, that's what I thought the whole time. Um. You even get to see some like fish that look like Dory and whatnot at one point. But yeah, this uh she transforms into the damn seagull and or whatever and Yeah, the moment yeah. I saw her like inhabiting things, the moment I was like, Oh, this is gonna be a puzzle game and I'm not gonna like it at all because <laughs> I don't do puzzles. Uh um but yeah, this is like a nice little uh uh, yeah, it looks like a story. fun, wholesome time, man. Yeah. Uh, this is this is a, I will watch somebody play this. Probably Zeke. This is a, I don't know if Zeke a tropical play this, open world adventure. Climb, glide, swim, and sail your boat around a beautiful archipelago of physics-driven sandbox. Chia's soul-jumping ability to take control of any animal or object you can find. And jam on your fully playable ukulele. Yeah. It's a crab. Look at the crab. You can pet the crab. Next year. Neat. I will be... Game inspired by New Catalonia. There you go. Looks fun. Looks like a neat little game. Yeah, I, I, that's probably gonna be another one that I watch people play as well. Because it's usually not my kind of vibe. But I mean, yeah, I don't know, we'll see. Uh, Grand Turismo Seven was the next thing that we have on here. This one is a three-minute dealio that no, shows we're not off. gonna watch. The entire thing. Just <laughs> yeah, no. It 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 just it, it all it does is show you how like literally how incredible this game looks because that's probably the for me the biggest thing about this game is just how fucking amazing it looks. Yeah. This is this is a gorgeous looking game. Every racing I'm, game I ever see for every time there's like a next gen hop or that becomes the current gen, they show them off and it's like it looks fucking gorgeous, and then like you know, I don't play them because I don't play racing games. And, and like, <laughs> man, this is this is nuts. The only racing games like I played were the ones where the like, where the cops could chase you. Like those were always fun. Like, but that's about <laughs> it. And as for me, I I, I stick to Mario Kart, man. That, that's those right. Are my, those are my kind of racing games Bro, right there. I haven't played Mario Kart in fucking years. Uh... <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, like we're, we're, we're not pretty... the, too big on the. Uh, <laughs> you've, you've come to the, the wrong uh, channel if you expect us to grand, go deep the, on the this. The Gran Turismo, but uh, there it is for again, you guys. Very, Looks very pretty. beautiful looking. And yeah, I mean, like 
again, I'm just looking at. I'm like, wow, dude, this looks so good, dude. I don't even know what else to say other than that. Like, it just mm-hmm. like it looks that good. I just I can't stop saying about how good it looks. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's. But yeah, there's that's Gran the, Turismo. You got a release date, guys. That, March fourth, twenty twenty-two. March fourth again. That's sooner than you think. There. Uh, all right. I guess the final thing we have here is uh, the Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt. Yeah. Um, the Battle Royale uh, Vampire game. Yeah, I've played some of this already. It's pretty fun for what it is. Yeah, but I'd probably... I'm more than what could have been. <laughs> yeah, I know. I get you. They 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 canceled the other one for this, right? So I don't know if it's canceled. It's definitely had some issues. Um, they have had a lot of upheaval, which at this point it might as well be fucking canceled if it's not. Um, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I I I'm more than what could have been because I played the the old school Vampire the Masquerade and it was an RPG where you get to be a fucking vampire, man. Like come on! The, the second one, the second one looked good. Like I, I remember liking the one of the trailers that they had. Like that one, like won me over quite a bit. I was like, "Yo, this looks incredible!" Because I, I never, I haven't played the original one that Josh was talking about. Mm-hmm. So uh, I <laughs> was on board with that trailer, up? and then they just, I don't know what that, I don't know what they're doing over there, man. Like, like how, how, how did they go from having something to just not knowing what? Not only like, that, you know. One of the most hype things in years, right? Because people were really excited for it when it got announced. And then, like, they've completely bungled it or fucked it up, and I don't know how. How do you fuck that up? Who is meddling over there? Do better. Because you you literally could have printed money with that game, and instead you chose not to do that. You chose to do something else really stupid. All right? All right, that's my rant. Get out of here. There's Blood Hunt. It's coming to PS5. Enjoy. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I might be a little pissed. <laughs> the way you said that shit, dude. Oh my god. I get you, but that, that, that was funny. All right. Uh, <sighs> that was the oh, PlayStation fuck, Showcase, man. guys. Yep, that was the PlayStation Showcase. Hope you guys enjoyed it and, and, and you liked what we just saw and everything. All I can say is that there's a lot of games that I'm looking forward to. Um. Yeah, there's there's a lot in there that I mean yeah, the Kotor remake exciting. alone. Let's, yeah, like, I didn't need nothing after that. Like I was, I was like, if they're leading with right. this, what else do they got? You know, like, <laughs> but fuck. Sure uh, enough, though, they had they had all that other stuff too. Send me your reactions if you watch that shit live. By the way, I want to watch it. I want to see them. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I I I wish I had been recording. You'd have got to see me crying on stream. <laughs> It'd have been great. Um. Yeah, but that—that's why I like to uh, watch that stuff like live mm-hmm. when it happens, man. Because you, you get that, you get that genuine, like totally unexpected, like just know, out of nowhere. You get those genuine reactions out of it, man. It's, it's crazy. All right. Moving on, we have a trailer for Metroid Dread. Mm-hmm. Metro. Wow, this is long. This is five minutes. Oh, we don't want. I mean, we don't. We we ain't watching the whole. We ain't thing, watching but. all that. But you know, here we go. We got some exploration here. 
it's it's an overview trailer, so that's why it's pretty long. But uh... yeah, um, Samus Aran, playing the these bounty hunter, the Galaxy. Play these. Uh, I've never played like the Metroid to the Castlevanias or any of those types of side scroller gamies, which is weird because yeah. I'm like I feel like I'm in like the age group where I should have, I should have played those, but I don't I don't know why. Um. I don't really have fun with them. I like watching people play them, though. Like, I'll watch somebody play it, but I I, I think it's because I just suck at it. I'm bad. Mm. So it's like, man, it's not fun for me because I suck at this and I'm bad. I gotcha. Yeah, like, oh, I, 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 don't, I don't really play these types of games either. Like, I'm more of a Metroid Prime as opposed to just Metroid, but uh, mm-hmm. this, I will say this looks cool. Like, I, yeah, like you said, I definitely want to watch somebody play this. If I don't play it myself, you know. Yeah, it looks like pretty for for uh, yeah for its style. Uh, I wish I knew more so I could be like, ooh, ah, ooh, like like I knew what was going on. I don't. I'm sorry, guys. It's I cool have no seeing all the like abilities and stuff that she has. Spider Magnet, huh? that's cool. How you get to make your way through all these puzzles and stuff. Yeah, I knew she gets to turn into a ball. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why she gets to turn into a ball, um, but or how that's even possible for her to turn into a ball and not be like crunched up, <laughs> be like broken oh, bones. My back. Oh. Like is 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 Sam is human? Like I have no clue. I mean, like when they show like her without the armor, she's human or looks human yeah. at the very least. Um, get somebody give me the lore. Who knows Metroid lore? Come here and fill me in. <laughs> Like, I would like to know. <laughs> How does she turn into a ball and not be in pain? Um, <laughs> it's a good question, dude. Like, you, you know, like how does that work? That's so stupid. This is how you know I don't play Metroid, because that's what I get hung up on. <laughs> she turns yeah. into a ball. I mean, how does not kill her? question. Like, how, how does that work, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm just genuinely curious, like. What is the yeah. lore of this world, this universe? I should say, not world, because we're in space. Uh, doing lots of stuff, I assume. Um, but yeah, that's cool for people that are uh, Metroid fans and, and stuff. Yeah, I um, know people have been looking forward to this one in particular for years. Like, Metroid Dread is something that's been in the works for like a very long time. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, we we won't we won't. There's there's a lot to look at yeah. there. Go check uh, out the trailer on your own if you want more, guys. They have some special editions near the end of the trailer that you can check out. They have the amiibo you can get for it, and then on, and all that jazz. So definitely go give that a look if you're into it. Uh, yeah. Next up, let's we have some some Saints Row news. Yeah, so I threw this in here because we got some. Uh... We got a little bit of news on this. So I, some of us were kind of curious. By the way, this website, the website they have chosen, and it's, I don't know if it's for you, Daniel, but it is for me. I, I have a hard time reading it, like the text and font they've kind of chosen to do here. But um, uh, the biggest thing in here is that they got some info on, you know, some of the NPCs that are going to be with you. But um, Uh, so fine. Uh, so the biggest thing in here is that the boss. Regarding, regardless of your look, you are the ultimate murder machine that shoots first and asks questions later. 
The boss is overconfident and doesn't do well following old orders. Ultimately, the boss is you, and you get to decide what you want to be and do things that you want to do. Become self-made and form the new saints. Of course, the new customization options allow you to literally make the boss how you want them to look and speak to. Guys. That's interesting because... We were concerned. Quickly, yeah. No, my, my thing was, you know how in the old, the older Saint, the older Saints Row games, mm-hmm. you had like three different, like two different voice types or whatever, and it's like, man, give me more, give me more voice, voice options, bro. Like, so hopefully they, they, they have more this time around. Which, based on this article, it seems like they're gonna have the the best customization they've ever had. So yeah. So here's what that says. It says Saints Row wouldn't be Saints Row without customization. So, of course, this game will have tons of customization. We've built the biggest customization suite of any Saints Row game. We have the most in-depth character creator ever seen in a Saints game. You can create exactly who you want to play as, whether that's a Stone Cold Killer or a fantastic-looking freak show. There are eight customizable voices you can give to the boss, four male, four Mm. female. All sound great, and again, more choice than we've offered in other Saints games. So this is what I was really concerned about, because when they first showed the trailer... They had a voice actor come on and be like, I'm the boss. And I was like, wait, we're only going to have the one voice. Like, this is what I needed to sell me on the game. Wouldn't have been as cold on it originally as if I'd known like the stuff. Right. Like you kind of like, huh? Yeah, It's kind of what we were talking about when we when they first dropped that that announced trailer is that they kind of that wasn't the best trailer, dude. Like they. They should have shown off more of the actual game as opposed to that CG thing that they had that was not great, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so they should have, like, actually shown off more about the game itself as opposed to, like, here's, you know, this thing that, you know, looks doesn't look that great. But anyway. Yeah. Um, it says, yeah, also, that, you'll be pleased cool. to hear layered clothing is back. Um... In terms of vehicles, we will have a huge array of customization options to dig into, and any vehicle you customize will be safely stored in the garage. There's a lot to look forward to and much more to come, including some big surprises that we can't secure just yet, as well as some new features that are going to make Jaws drop. Um, says, new setting, new tone. Saints Row is definitely a Saints Row game through and through, and a game that features that classic Saints humor we all know and love. Now, obviously, we've rebooted the series, so there are some changes you'll notice, as well as plenty of Easter eggs and cameos to hunt down. Um, the setting is a vibrant fictional city in the heart of uh, the American Southwest. You get to live the fantasy of building your own criminal empire in a brand new, huge open world. As it's a new city, you'll see some familiar and recognizable stores, plus a whole host of new ones. Uh, has its own set of radio stations. Could still expect, you know, the, the yada yada. They're saying you can still expect all that stuff from the old Saints Rose. And the last thing is fully untethered co-op. Which is also why I put this in here, because Daniel and I just played the fucking fourth one. Or the third yeah. one. I get them mixed up. Uh, co-op. Third on stream. One. Yeah. yeah, the third one. Um, third, yep. I'm delighted Something to reconfirm there will be seamless co-op on offer for the full game. And that it is all cross-gen. So whether you're playing on the newest hmm. or most season, or more seasoned gaming hardware, you can enjoy the freedom of playing the entire campaign with a friend through seamless untethered drop-in, drop-out co-op. No getting stuck waiting around in lobbies. We'll always put gameplay first. 
lastly, we have some awesome co-op surprises in store for you, but that's all I can hint at for right now. Well, that's not really a hint. That is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that's just being like, we have uh, some surprises that are going to be co-op. Because oh, hopefully the co-op in this will be better than it was in the one that we played. Cause, man, oh, man. It's got to be. It was jank, bro. Yeah. As much um, as I love Saints Row the Third, that shit was jank at times. So this does make me feel better about some yeah, of the things. Yeah, it does. Um, since that trailer, the biggest thing is I want to be able to customize my boss. I want to be able to have, pick their voice. You know, it's got to be me in the game, or I don't want to play it. Like it's not Saints Row to me. So I'm glad that they clarified that stuff. They shouldn't have left it like as not as fucking confusing as it was with one video and one person being like, "I'm the boss." Which yeah, is cool. I'm, I'm glad still, somebody got to do that. I always say but... that was a terrible trailer, man. <laughs> yeah, like, like they needed to have more info out uh, with that release. Instead, they didn't do that, and we're just now getting this info out. So, like, many days, many, 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 many days later, uh, many weeks later, I guess I should say. It's been a while since it's got announced, but uh, yeah, I throw that in there because I was like, okay. There, there. That, that, that's the thing. Yeah, it's good to have um, a bit more uh, clarification on on things. You know. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Yes. And moving on from that, we have the. Do you remember when oh. Epic sued Apple, and we were who like, for, who, "Who could forget, dude?" Yeah. So we got some judgments here, and if you want to know the truth, who really won was uh, nobody. They both lost, <laughs> which is pretty interesting to think about. So I have some tweets here from Jason Schreier. He went on to it and talked about it a little bit because I kind of have to have somebody explain shit to me because I don't understand all this stuff. Uh, so he tweeted out, "So Epic lost on just about every count and will have to pay millions of dollars, while Apple now has to let apps use external payment processors, potentially costing them billions." It's a big win for everyone who is rooting for both companies to lose. <laughs> um, um, so basically, uh, I was there, there was like a lot of things going on, and I can't get into it super deep because uh, I'm just not well versed in legal speak or any of that stuff. But uh, I know that Epic was trying to get Apple declared as like a monopoly and stuff like that, and that didn't happen. Um, they lost on like everything except for like the thing that makes Apple. Be like, all right, you got to let them be able to use their own payment stuff outside the thing, which is good for devs, and it's technically kind of good for the consumer. Um, yeah. But but ultimately, uh, both companies lost here. And I think we can both be very happy when we say, yay, $2 billion companies lost. It will affect them not at all, really. Uh, if you want to know the <laughs> truth. They're so fucking rich that it doesn't goddamn matter. Like, like... <laughs> what you're gonna slow like one of their ways of making billions of dollars down like a little bit and like come on this isn't like gonna break anything or make anything new uh really um i already heard that the, the they were gonna get the fortnite back on the app store like immediately after this so <laughs> welcome to the weird legalese i guess yeah i guess that's true they don't they, they don't they don't technically have to have have it back on there right so they could not they could choose to not have Fortnite back on the app store right yeah but i imagine i guess they're going to at least that's what i heard um mm. i don't know for sure if that's that's a thing um well that's like all we have on the news but there's like yeah yeah they both kind of lost uh um 
But yeah, but that's kind of like all we got on the news. Daniel, I don't know if you want to talk about this, um, the GeForce Now leak stuff. Do you want to talk about that at all? Like, I don't have any, I mean, any confirmations I, on any of this stuff. I don't know. I don't know what, what the deal is with that. So, I mean, Here, I'll give you the, I mean, I'll get you, I'll get you the details. So apparently unlocking GeForce Now, um, unlocking it, um, gave somebody like a bunch of info on, I gotta be very careful what I say here. Cause I don't want to be like, tr- treat all this as like leaks and not rumors necessarily. Like, like it's a leak, but a rumor, like don't, don't take it as gospel is what I'm telling you, because I have no idea what is actually true and what's not. Um, because I don't understand exactly how this is, but, but GeForce now is like the streaming thing, right? Isn't that like where NVIDIA, like you subscribe to it and you can play games on their, on their deal on PCs or something like that. Well, Apparently somebody unlocked that and like got access to like a bunch of info. Um so like things like God of War on PC, Returnal coming to PC, Demon Souls for PC. Um GTA 3 Vice City and San Andreas remasters. Um uh, uh things like the Mafia Definitive Edition uh on there. Uh um some things that something called fight for middle earth whatever that is um fight for middle earth what yeah you got my attention on that one now what the you know, hell is like that a, i want to know a, what that is no fucking clue like there's a lot give of me, like give me some uh, more lord of the Rings shit bro come on i saw something out there that said titanfall 3 i saw some stuff out there what? that said the next payday stuff that's like the next total what? total war 9 know. some untitled respawn game uh, sniper elite 5 like a lot of shit that's just like a dragon's dogma too. Like shit that it's like I don't know what is true and what is not, but uh, it's all like leaked out somehow. I wish I understood fully understood. Uh, some other notable things: uh, Bioshock twenty twenty two, so a Bioshock next year maybe, uh, um, a Bioshock RTX remaster. Uh, a, a Batman Arkham Knight RTX remaster, you know, where they're adding RTX and stuff. Um, Injustice 3 is on there. Things that are, aren't announced. Or is it real? I don't know. Like, you know, this seems like a list of things that people want to happen because they have none of the, like you said, none of this shit has been confirmed. You know what I mean? Yeah, but or, it's or like, like announced or anything. So like maybe they are true, but like a lot of this just seems like wishful thinking, dude. Like, it it like, seems that way, but it's like you can unlock this and it just has a giant list of shit there. Like, is is it code names for things? You know, is it on there just in case somebody gets in there? Is this some elaborate prank? Uh, like I'm, I'm treating it like it's a rumor because like I don't unless I get confirmation where somebody like truly understands what is happening here. I ain't I ain't treating none of this as fact. So for those of you listening to this that have heard me say all this, it sounds insane shit. Um, treat it like it's a rumor and not a fact. Uh, I told like there's like actual confirmation for stuff. Like like in a few years, if we see uh, a Bioshock remaster next year or a new Bioshock next year, um, then then maybe treat this as a. F- Act, you know like you know but like i don't know i don't know 
that's the, and this happened this happened exactly like 10 hours ago this happened this morning i was looking and i saw this and i was like should i put this in the notes or not because i have no fucking clue if it's real or not um even if it's not interesting interesting nonetheless um yeah um well, um, the thing that I took out of that was I want to know what the hell that fight from Middle Earth thing is, dude. What is that? Yeah, I want to know I what that is. I don't know. No clue. Um, uh, moving on from that, Total War Warhammer 3 got pushed into 2022. I think it was supposed to come out this year. Um, but yeah, delays are fine. Oh, uh, it happened. We saw Deathloop get pushed a lot and... It's getting crazy reviews right now. Um, uh, yeah, if you want to know more about that stuff, go look it out on your go look it up on your own. Check your news sources. Don't treat nothing as fact until you know it is. Uh, <laughs> Pretty much. But but yeah, uh, we can move on to television news, Daniel, if you want. All right, the rest of TV and movie news is gonna go by quick because there's not a lot. But uh... yeah. We have a trailer for a Lego Star Wars uh, Disney Plus special. It's called Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales. That'll be dropping on October 1st. Um, Who's ready for some spooky Lego Star Wars, man? Lego Star Wars. Castle Vader. Streaming or screaming this Halloween season. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna say? Sorry. Oh no, I was I was just looking at the I was just commenting on the trailer as well. No, I got you. Only on Disney Plus. Give us the monies. Don't they have a band in the night ran over here? Do they have another um there's another Lego thing on there now, right? Like a new new Yeah, there's a there's a few actually. Gotcha. I forget the the last one they did was the uh the Christmas special. Now they're doing the Halloween one. Uh they yeah, these are always a fun little time to check out, you know? They're always silly and interesting in terms of, like, here's, you know, all these characters that normally wouldn't be together. But here we are. We have them all in the same. Star Wars. Terrifying tales. Yeah, like, 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 what, like, what, like what the hell is Grievous doing here? Maul, Luke, Luke as an Luke as a Tide fighter pilot instead of an X wing pilot. It's almost so like Star Wars. What if? Yeah, right. Uh, Which they need to do, man. Ah, oh, man. If if only I could do something with that. I I'd have so many ideas for for a Star Wars. What if? But anyway, pull it. They're remaking Kotor. Put rat goals in that some bitch. Come on, do it for me. Yeah, right. Oh, dude. Speaking of Kotor, how 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 is going to the under levels of tower is gonna be now that's just gonna be that's gonna be terrifying dude with the records and shit with all you know, with how how much crazier they're gonna make them look and everything and it's gonna be you know yep. just the, the 
how darker it's gonna look and the atmosphere and everything. Oh man. Not all oh, shit, and then Manon being underwater. Fuck that, dude. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Anyway, I was uh, I was thinking about work. the Shadowlands the other day. Oh yeah, oh, dude. Yeah, oh, bro, Kashyyyk's gonna look dope. Oh man, the whole game's gonna look incredible. Okay. <laughs> no, I was gonna say. Speaking of Star Wars, we have some posters for Star Wars Visions, which is coming out on the twenty second of this month. Uh, which is about a week away. Holy shit! I didn't realize we were that soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, week, week, in a couple days, but. Uh, um, yeah. So we have an English poster and a Japanese poster. I, I linked them both there. Um, so they're pretty much the same. The only difference is the wording and the logos let me get and stuff. The, let me get the Japanese one up for you guys. Um, it's a very like simple poster, all white with some text and 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 you know you have the logo and then you have a little bit of all of the episodes they're going to be having here. I'm excited. The forefront. Yeah, I can't wait, dude. It's going to be it's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. We'll definitely be talking about this on the show once it's over as well cuz all nine episodes are going to be dropping all at once. <clears throat> So yeah, can't wait about that. Cool. Star Wars, tell me a Star Wars. Um, and then we have we have some something that dropped earlier today, which is the Marvel Studios' Hawkeye official trailer. We got a trailer for Hawkeye now, ladies and gents. I haven't watched I actually, this yet. I saved it for yeah. you guys. Josh hasn't. I I've I've seen it already. So uh, if you want to go check out my initial thoughts <laughs> and, and and my re- initial reaction to it, go check it out on my YouTube. It's there. But uh, yeah, here we go. Here's Josh's uh, first time watching this. So let's here we go. go. We're gonna we're gonna play this for saying on to you. Hope. Do it. This is the first Christmas we've had together. All right. I love you guys. Let's see what we get here. Okay. for some lost time. Rogers the musical, really. Rogers the musical. Yeah. Yeah. The masked vigilante who terrorized the city's underworld Ooh. is back. Ronin. The past oh shit. Me. Should we be worried? No, no, it's nothing. I'll be home for Christmas. I promise. So, mm. how do you feel about the uh, Hawkeye being set in the Christmas time? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. That's where we're going, man. Who the hell are you? Some people have actually called me. The world's greatest archer. Oh shit! One of those people. It's the most wonderful time. Hang on a second. Things have gotten. He's like, get the take that out of here. Ow. Dude, that musical looks silly as shit. This is too dangerous. Definitely not this one. You'll have to say definitely like that. 
This so, this looks fun. <laughs> that's what I said. I was like, this looks like a this is like a blast. This is like a fun time, dude. This I'm looks fun. It. It's think, it, uh, it, uh, <laughs> it's Hawkeye Die Hard. Let's fucking go. Yeah, like, <laughs> it, it really is, dude. It really is Hawkeye Die Hard. That's like the perfect uh, way to describe it. Yeah. I that looks fun. I wasn't expecting that either, though. I was expecting something like I don't know. For some reason, I thought dark and gritty. It's not dark and gritty at all. Like it looks it's, like just it's, it's, it's gonna have some humor in that, and I like it. Yeah. Um. I I I don't know why I thought it was gonna be his daughter. It's not his daughter. It's fucking uh, Kate. Kate. Yeah, I don't know why I thought that. I'm an idiot, I guess. Um. No, because a lot of people thought it was gonna be his daughter too. Because another reason why is because you know how in the which movie is it? The one where he's like training. I think it's Endgame, right? Where he's training his daughter. Yeah. To, yeah so people are like, oh, it's going to be his daughter and, you know, this and that or whatever. But so I don't, I don't think you were the only one in thinking that, you know. Um, I noticed that he had a um, an earpiece at one scene. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to do the, the bad hearing Hawkeye. Um, um, I'm excited for it. Like, we know we knew like almost nothing about this show. Like I don't even think we'd seen like set photos or anything really. But like the there whole was, trailer, there was some photos that like were posted on Instagram and whatnot. But they yeah they hadn't they haven't like of like officially like released anything. I don't think until now. Yeah. So, uh, to me it looks fun. Um, uh. <laughs> I like the tagline, like like every present comes with a bow, which was pretty with funny. With a bow, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's clever. Um, and we're gonna get a Christmas series, like yeah, uh, yeah. Let's uh, let's fucking go. I'm in. Let's check it out. Hawkeye's like they my also, favorite. Uh, they also Hawkeye. released a poster, which I linked to as well. There. Let's have a look. See if this. Uh, the poster says uh, has that tagline that we were just talking about on it. Yeah, let's get that that up for you guys. This holiday season, the best best gifts come with a bow. Come with okay. a bow. Um, Disney Plus original series streaming November twenty fourth. So yeah, again, perfect for Christmas time. <laughs> I wonder what Jeremy Renner thought. He read through the script for the series and was like, "Wait, we're fucking doing a Christmas movie as a show? Let's go." <laughs> uh yeah i'm excited man november 24th not that far away i love uh, how marvel is making all of these like so different dude like mm -hmm. you have your like spy espionage thing with captain winter soldier you got your sci-fi fantasy type deal you know your, your space thing with the uh, with loki you have you know your like old sitcom Delio with WandaVision and now we have you know this it's like they're all so different and unique and they're, they're they've all been good in their own way man like I fucking Marvel dude they're, they're killing it man yeah no they are Just banger um, after banger dude yeah yeah <clears throat> but yeah that's all we got for the TV news it was, it was it wasn't uh there's not a lot not, out there, guys. Not, I don't think. Not, not I can so, I can do a quick peek just to see if there's anything, but I don't think there is. Uh, if anything, otherwise we can go ahead and move on with. Uh... Oh, um, 
We're going to get Haley Otwell to voice Lara Croft in a Netflix anime. Did you see this? Oh, I I think I heard about it. It, it happened like earlier today, right? Yeah, yeah, it happened today. It's nothing like old. It's 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 new. That's, that's uh, probably why it's not in the thing, because if mm, it's new, then I just, um, yeah. Yeah, this I is am. really new. I but, but when I saw it, I was like, oh, Bob is going to be happy. Um, so, yeah, we're going to get... Uh, thought, that is a great choice, because... Uh, Peggy Carter. We love, we love, we love, we love some Haley Atwell, and, and yeah, yeah. I think that is, that's a that's a great option for her. Yeah. Um, another thing that dropped just a few hours ago is that uh, Narcos Mexico will end with season three, which premieres November fifth. Um, I don't think I ever watched season two of Narcos Mexico. Mexico. Oh, that's so. This was great, uh, man. I watched the first season. I need to watch the second one. Um, and then I think those, that's all stuff that I like, dropped today. Um, which is why it, it, uh, wasn't in That's why we, they weren't on there, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that's it. Like, we had three big drops today. And okay, they were cool. all today. So, <laughs> we can move on. All right, let's go on to some movie news. Let's talk about some Injustice. And yes, Aww. I mean, DC's Injustice. We have an animated movie based off the games. It's pretty dope. Here we go. We got it playing. Damn. Harley with that fucking hammer. Right? So they got Lois. Yeah. And, uh,. So anybody Batman, that Wonder knows trying to get it back. Anybody that knows the injustice stuff knows how this movie is gonna go. Um Yeah. Yeah, it's uh This is what it's gonna be a dark one. It is, is what it's gonna be. Um like real fucking dark. Um uh, Superman ain't fucking around. Uh-uh. Nah, he's... This shit's... This shit's gonna get fucked up, like, real bad. Um, I'm kind of curious how, how dark they're gonna keep it, but from what he said, it's like... Like, from what Batman says to the Joker in the fucking trailer. He took his wife and his unborn child. Like, this shit's gonna get fucking dark, I think. As fuck, so... You know. And, I, and the darkest one I think that was pretty fucking dark was, like, the Flashpoint movie. I'm excited for this. I loved the first Injustice game. I never played the second one. Same. I haven't played the second one either. Uh, but, yeah. That looks... That shit's gonna be dark. Don't go in expecting good things out of that. I mean, go in expecting good things out of it, but don't expect, like... Heroes aren't necessarily gonna be heroes in that. <laughs> um, But, yeah. Uh, next up, we have a trailer for the Matrix Resurrections, and then we're gonna I'm gonna dive into this a little bit. Oh, uh, here we go. I've I've been curious so, about this because I I I I reacted to this. So if you yeah. me on YouTube, you know that I've been watching. This, I've seen this already and all that stuff. So, uh, so you, you, you kind of hear my thoughts on that. But yeah, I'm curious to see what, to hear what Josh has to say about this. Yeah. He's, out of the two of us, he's definitely the bigger Matrix fan. That's for sure. Which is weird because I don't even consider myself a big Matrix fan, but. Um, we don't use that word in here. Yeah, we're gonna watch this trailer and we're gonna talk about it. Cause for me, in my eyes, this looks kind of—I'm—I'm intrigued, dude. Like, granted, I—I 
have not seen some of the other stuff. I mm-hmm. like the song choice in this too, by the way. You got some Jefferson yeah. in there. But yep. uh, like I haven't seen some of the other stuff, and if and if I have, it's been forever. So I'm basically going into this as if I've only seen the first movie, basically, is how I'm treating it. So just based off of that and just off what we see from the trailer here and the you know what's going on, I'm 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 actually kinda I'm very intrigued. I'm I'm my my uh this trailer did a good job in in in, in making me like want to know what the hell is going on and I like I like some of the actors and actresses we have in this. Yeah. Like, I really want to know what Priyanka's doing here and like and then my favorite which is Jessica Henwick. I don't know what she's what she's doing. And then I'm like super curious on fucking Yaha, you know, Yaya's Abdul Mateen the second's character. She's over here looking like Morpheus, bro. I'm like what's going on? So yeah, there's there's a lot that I'm just like, whoa. I have some thoughts. I I, I know you do. I'm, I'm fucking <laughs> fucking let loose, bro. I want to know what the, yeah. what, you, what you're thinking, man. Uh, well, I gotta go with deep. This, so. this looks cool, but uh, yeah. No, like, this does look cool. Um, I'm just gonna get absorbed in the in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah I get you. Look at, look at Jessica Henwick, man. She's, she's doing flips and shit, bro. I do, I do definitely Dude. think he's gonna be younger Morpheus. Yeah. Um, I do believe that is gonna be the thing. Okay. No head. Yeah, it's a good song choice. It it is. It's a great song choice. Fucking Agent Smith looking ass dudes over here. And fucking Holden from fucking Mindhunters at the end. Yeah. I like when he like force pushes the fucking missile to the helicopter. Mm-hmm. That's cool. All right. So that's the trailer for the Matrix Resurrections. Yeah. So, so for me to deep ahead, dive yeah. into this a little bit, I'm going to have to spoil the Matrix, which the trailer alone, the title of it should spoil the shit out of the Matrix for you. But I'm going to throw up a text warning um for like just a little bit just because i want to be like if you're listening to this prepare yourselves because uh things are about to get spoiled all right Uh, matrix trilogy spoilers there's been there's been plenty of time if you care enough i think yes like i haven't Um, watched them but that's just because you know i i I don't know i just haven't gone to them but yeah i don't i don't mind you can talk and if and if daniel if daniel didn't want me to spoil it i totally would not do that no, um, you're, you're, yeah, you're good though. So, but we're, we're telling you guys though, get, get, yeah. prepare yourselves, get ready because, uh, so it's up. I got the text Josh warning is, up. Josh is gonna, gonna talk about some stuff here. So, get okay, ready, prepare yourselves. Here it comes. So, we've, we've, we've watched the movies, we've played the games, we played the Matrix Online, and the Matrix Online, or at least I have played the Matrix Online. I think it's gonna have. I've, this is me speculating 100%, but I think it is going to have an impact on this movie. And the biggest thing that we see is, like, Yaha is definitely going to be playing younger Morpheus. And you're going to be like, Josh, why is he playing younger Morpheus? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to break it down for you. <laughs> so, The Matrix Online was the game that came out after the original movies came out. And it was considered canon. The Wachowskis at the time had to... Uh, approved storylines that happened in the game. And I've talked about the game a few times in, in Discord voice, ironically enough. 
with yeah. Daniel and others uh, previously. And Josh used to play it. Exactly. Yeah. I used to play it a lot. It was he like one of my first how, MMOs. Like, they, they threw a birthday party for him in game and stuff yes. and things like that. I wish I still had some of my old screenshots. I only have a few. Um, and they're like tiny because I didn't know how to take a screenshot back then. Um, so in th at the end of the, the Matrix trilogy, um, uh, we think, spoiler, spoiler, spoilers, that you're led to believe that Neo is, is, is gone, dead, and you're led to believe that Trinity is also dead. And then the story kind of picks up in the Matrix Online. Morpheus is trying to figure out in the storyline is why haven't the machines returned Neo's body? Because there's a truce. There's a truce at the end of the Matrix trilogy between Zion and the machines. Um, um, so, and like, Morpheus is like, why aren't they returning the body? What the fuck are they doing with Neo's body? And there's a series of missions and things where you're going on and you're trying to get Neo's like residual self-image, your RSI, your appearance in the Matrix. We're trying to get like pieces of it. Um, and there's a lot of theories in, in the game on why things are happening. Um, Morpheus eventually kind of becomes a little, uh, not unhinged, but he kind of like starts going to extreme measures to figure out what's going on. In the Matrix Online, you can pick three factions to play as, by the way. You can either be Zion, you can defect and join the machines to start working for the machines, or you can defect and join the Merovingian, like all the vampires and werewolves and the weirdness. Um, <clears throat> so... During the course of the Matrix Online, Morpheus becomes obsessed with trying to figure out why the, the machines have not returned Neo's body, right? So he starts setting off code bombs and things that are like exposing the Matrix to blue pills. People that haven't taken red pill and can't wake up kind of stuff in the real world. Eventually, a character shows up called the Assassin. Now, the Assassin is thought to be linked to... If you remember, I think in the Matrix 3 when... When Neo is stuck in the subway, he meets a man, a woman, and a kid. Um, and they're trying to make a deal with the Merovingian to get the kid somewhere safe. Um, and she actually might end up showing up in this movie. There's a theory on that. However, the, the assassin is thought to be the man uh, going to work for the Merovingian. Because in the Matrix Online, there's the hint that the Merovingian has hired the assassin, and the assassin kills Morpheus. Um... In the, through the course of the game. Now, the game, at least it used to be considered canon, right? Um, yeah. So, if the game, if they're leaning into that with this film, that might be why we have a younger Morpheus. Because we've there's been previous iterations of the one, and they all look like Keanu Reeves. We've, we learned this from the movies. Uh, when he's talking to the architect at different points. And they always have different reactions and in, in, in going to Zion. And stuff like that, and picking up these leaders throughout the course of the movies. We need to rewatch these movies, by the way, so you understand what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, I, I it's been I, like again, I, the only full one that I have in my mind right now is the first one. So yeah. And when people are like, "How can you have younger Morpheus?" I'm like, "Motherfucker, they're grown by the machines. You, you could have younger anybody, as long as they're not Zion born a person, flesh and blood human with no plugs. Why couldn't they have clones?" Makes perfect sense. They make Neo whenever they need a Neo for some reason. Um, right? Like, they've, they've redone this several times. So if they consider the Matrix Online canon, the Wachowskis went in with that knowledge and wanted to use that. Well, they, they approved Morpheus dying in the game. 
the reason they did that is because every character has to have a purpose. And Neo, uh, sorry, in Morpheus's purpose was always to find the one. That's why he ends up becoming obsessed with finding the one, even though um, uh, throughout the course of the uh, the the the, uh, the Matrix Online, he starts going to more extremes to figure out why they haven't returned Neo's body. Um, as for Trinity, there is a piece of paper that you find in the Matrix Online that's linked to this character, the Assassin, that has where he worked. He used to the character used to work in human recycling. We see this in the first movie where it's like when people die, they're recycled and fed to the babies. You know, we see this in the first movie. Um, he's like the program, the machine that worked that um, uh, before he got mixed in with the Merovingian and all that stuff. There, there's a piece of paper in there that says he was expressly forbidden from recycling Trinity's body. Um, so, like, even though the character is dead, like, he's forbidden from, like, recycling her. Why? Why are they keeping her body around? Hmm? Hmm? Tell me. Tell me why. Mm. I want to know why. Okay? So, now we've come into the Matrix Resurrections, right? Okay, so we see Neo. He's obviously not dead. We see um, Trinity. She's obviously not dead. But we see Morpheus, and it's younger Morpheus. And I'm pretty sure he is playing younger Morpheus. It's not, like, confirmed or anything. But yeah. um, if they're considering the Matrix Online canon, that's why we won't have Fishburne Morpheus in this. Um, there are hints in the Matrix Online that when Morpheus is killed in the Matrix Online that he's not actually dead. There's hints um, that he, he may have gotten out, but... Supposedly he's dead. He's gone. Um, it's never really confirmed because the Matrix Online ends up going defunct and becoming bankrupt, and and, and it's just discontinued. It's, um, it's no longer a thing. Yes, it's no longer a thing. Um, but when I saw younger Morpheus and we saw Neo, we saw Trinity, and like people are like, "Wait, why do we have this and not that?" The real question everybody should be asking is why don't we why we have younger Morpheus? The real question you should be asking is how much time has passed in the real world in the Matrix Resurrections? Think about that because the only thing we've seen other than brief glimpses are is inside the Matrix is inside of like modern day Matrix, right? Like we even see a glimpse in this trailer of like they're playing the movie The Matrix in the background at one point. You have to look really close. But it's there. And like it's thought that in this version of The Matrix that they've made a movie called The Matrix. That's as trippy as that is. Um so that is, that is I, I personally I just deep dived real hard on the Matrix for some somebody that's not even really a big fan of the Matrix. Um <laughs> I just like it. I, I think what it is is I like a mystery. Um so I think ultimately like they're gonna spend I could be way wrong on this, and I'm just making a fucking guess. I think they're going to spend the majority of the movie in the Matrix on this. And then at the very end, they're going to, like, get woken up and be like, how much time has passed? Right? And, like... Uh, so I think that's why you're going to see young Morpheus. I think it is Morpheus that he's playing. I think the reason is, is, uh, is like, time has just passed. Old Morpheus is dead. Um, um, and I feel like that's what they're going to go with it. <laughs> As for those other characters and other things, like, I'm kind of curious. Like, if we see a female agent show up, there was a female agent that got made in The Matrix Online named Agent Pace. Like, if we see, like, a female agent, I will lose my shit. 
Um, um, if they if those agents have some of the names of the agents in the Matrix Online, and I've like really shortened a do lot you, of this. Okay, I was gonna say, you remember any of the agent names from the game? Um, I can look them up really quick because I was looking them up the other day. Um, because look, I deep dived on this shit, guys. When that when that trailer dropped, I was like, hold up, hold <laughs> the fucking phone. Him. Yeah, I was no. like, I need to look at this. Um, there's a character. Um, that they think may have been mixed in with Agent Smith. And there was an agent in the Matrix Online that worked with the machines. Um, I just need to figure out who the uh, what his name was. But they replace him. He starts bugging out. So they replace him with the female agent, Agent Pace. And it was the, it was also a theory at the time that she was mixed in somehow with Trinity because she was she was a, like a nicer agent. Like, she wasn't as machine as the other machines are. Mm. Um, uh, but, uh, I could, this could all be completely wrong. And when we see this movie, like, it'll be crazy. But there was, like, 20 fucking different stories that happened. Um, let me see if I can find the, uh, the fucking thing. Like, um... <clears throat> And there were some stories that got scrapped, like because they did a server merge. You know how sometimes they'll merge servers together, and yeah. and since they had stories where different things could happen on different servers, like one of the stories was we had to save like a a person that worked for Zion named Neo Neophyte or something like that, um, and she kind of had powers that it was hinted at that she had some powers that were kind of similar to Neo. At one point, like she jumps into an agent and destroys him at one point during the course of the game. But then servers merged and like all that stuff got broken. And it depended on whoever saved her. She would end up joining the machines or stuff like that or, or mm. stay with Zion. I think on my server she stayed with Zion, but it didn't matter because they had to throw that stuff away um, uh, after the server merges. Um, do you remember the kid? So there's a kid that Neo saves. Um, or, it's hinted, or it's shown in like the later two movies that he saves this kid. It's like, you've, you freed yourself, kid. You waked yourself up. This happens during, like, the Animatrix or in one of the video games that he kind of, like, wakes up this character called the kid. He's the one with the big machine guns at the end of the game, at the end of the movies in the machine. Um, so he's in the Matrix Online uh, and has his own faction called uh, uh, E Plobris Neo, which is, like, from Mini One or something like that in Latin. Um <clears throat> and I was like wondering, what if they show the kid in this movie, like at the very end, but he's an old man, like like it show the time jump, something mm -hmm. like that, is like some 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 uh, some weirdness. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, let me see if I can find that other agent's name. I'm like sitting here looking for it, and I can't find it. Um, the machines. Matrix Online. We deep. We I went in deep on this. I told you I was going to. Um, <laughs> uh, and, and watch none of this actually be like real. Like this is just me like just totally making it up and not real. I'm gonna feel so stupid. But hey, it's theorizing and that's kind of like part of the fun. Um, um. But yeah, that's why like that's why like when you go to like a lot of game sites right now. And you look up the Matrix trailer, they're talking about, hey, Morpheus died in the Matrix Online. Like, they're spoiling yeah. the shit out of it. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, there's like a lot of um, a lot of uh, theories. Maybe it was like. Let me look up Egypt pace. Yeah, here it is. Agent Skinner. That was who it was. It was an agent called Agent Skinner, and he starts like tripping Skinner. out. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, wait. He was he was uh he was killed by the assassin. There was another agent that wigged out. But yeah, we had a we had a female agent named Agent Pace, and I'll show you a photo of what she looks like. This is old school. Old school Matrix Online shit right here. That's what Agent Pace looked like. We actually interacted with her. I joined Zion because I'm a good guy. I'm not joining the fucking machines. Um, but yeah, like we've seen her, saw her a few times. Like th this game was really cool uh, back in the day. But I don't want to deep dive on like the Matrix Online or any of that. They had crazy storylines, abandoned storylines. Um, uh, but I honestly, I truly do believe like since the Wachowskis like considered it canon after the trilogy was over um, and had to approve storylines. That's the biggest thing for me is that they approved the storylines that happened in the Matrix Online, right? So if that's true and they remember that and they could still consider that part of canon, that might be why we have Younger Morpheus. It might be why... We have Trinity. It might be why uh, we have Neo. It might be why, ne like in the in the trailer, we saw like Trinity was doing like some some fucking Neo esque powers at certain points where she's like screaming and like she's expanding out and like some weirdness that's happening. Maybe there's a mix of the one or something going on. You know, there was parts of Neo all over the Matrix online, supposedly. Um, there's a there's a random newspaper. Uh, that we thought was a character in the Matrix Online. This is back in the day shit I'm talking about here. Back in the day, there was a newspaper clipping in the game that referenced a woman that was brought in um, that was like, uh, that had like a cover name or a fake name or, or she had some sort of name, but she was had powers similar to the one. Um, but she ends up leaving the hospital and disappearing uh, before we can get any info. Also, hi, Hannah, and thank you for the, the, the raid. Um, oh, hello, hello. Um, we're, we're deep diving on the Matrix right now for some reason. Uh, but I think we're about done. Uh, just, 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 when we watch this movie, and, our, and if I'm right, I'm going to lose my shit, because this movie's <laughs> going to be on the HBO Max and stuff, so like we're going to be checking yeah. that out. Um, like... I am genuinely curious if they're going to... They may not follow anything I just said. I may be completely wrong. You know, Fishburne said he wasn't in, invited for the Matrix Resurrections, right? So what if he's lying? What if he is in the... What if he is in it? What if, uh, what if we see, like, old-ass Morpheus? Um, and, like, it's just a younger self kind of in the, in the film, like... I I don't know. I don't know. But like I know I just word vomited all over like this podcast, but that's like what we're here for. Um I'm done spoiling the Matrix. <laughs> um and everybody's mind is like like fried right now from everything I just said because I mixed in three movies and the Matrix online and what is and what isn't canon. So I don't know. But I tell you one thing, if Agent Pace shows up, if we see a female agent, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. 
All right, if we're group watching this, get ready. Cause I'm gonna be like, yo, that's right. I'm 100% <laughs> yeah. right. You know, like, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I get you, man. I guess so. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. And if you guys watch this movie and have listened to everything I just said, I expect you to tweet at me, goddammit, if I'm right. If I'm wrong, don't tweet at me. I don't, I don't I want to know that. <laughs> 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 oh, that's fucking... <laughs> if I'm right, tweet at me. If I'm wrong, don't do that shit. I don't want to hear about it. Oh, damn, that's too funny, man. Oh shit! Uh, Goddamn, you cracking me up today, man. Look, bro. I funny. almost look. I almost never throw uh, out theories or something like that because it's so oh, fucking crazy. But that's what the Matrix is. It is fucking psychotically nuts if you think about it. Like machines rejecting the computers we're living in a virtual reality what's real what's not like and every and it always has a question of what's next there's always a layer of mystery and weirdness and strangeness and what what could possibly be coming coming what's going on so you almost have to throw out a crazy theory to even have a shot at getting this movie right <laughs> you know like well um, i mean i will say that the way things are going seems to be the route that they're going right there's definitely something there it seems like at least some of that might be it might be true yeah like because like i'm not saying they're gonna yank everything from the matrix online i don't think they will i don't even know if they would acknowledge it you know, they might just mention a younger Morpheus. They may not say what I happened mean, to like older they, Morpheus. Well, they, I mean, they could just do like a recap of things, certain things that happened in the movie. You know, you, they'll, 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 they know what they're doing, man. They'll, they'll have a yeah. way of explaining it somehow. Um, but yeah, that's my that's my Matrix theory from not even a big Matrix fan. <laughs> I I say that, but it's like I just I think that the setting is interesting. I like the questions that it asks and stuff like that. So, um, that's why, like, when I get a bone, all right, I'm like a dog with a bone, right? I'm not letting it go till I get my thoughts in. All right, I'm giving you my thoughts, and when I'm right, you tweet at me, and when I'm wrong, fuck off. I don't give a fuck. You know, like, you know, when I'm wrong, you don't, you don't tweet at me. <laughs> you don't say a damn word. No, I'm kidding. Like, I fully. There's like a five percent uh, of anything I'm saying to be true. So don't take my shit as gospel. <laughs> that's funny, man. Um, but yeah. If if it is, if it does turn out to be true though, I will be happy because the Matrix Online has such a um a soft spot in my heart. Like I had so much fun playing that game. And I'm like sad that it's gone sometimes yeah. because like I had such a good time. I had such good memories there. So Anyways, that was our, like, Josh went in 20 minutes on the Matrix uh, segue, so we can move it's on. It's all good, man. It's all good. But, you know, we, we, had, we, had, we had less news this week, so that's totally fine. <laughs> uh, the, the next two things we have here for the movie news is really quick. It's just like, this, this thing has been delayed, and this movie <laughs> has somebody in it. I'm like, somebody's going to photoshop which... me in front of the conspiracy board. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh yes yes what do we got next sorry so the next thing we have is owen wilson is going to be starring in disney's haunted mansion 
Oh, he's doing Lakeith Stanfield and Tiffany Haddish in the movie, uh, which is being remade again because I remember this being a I was thing say, years ago it, with Eddie Murphy. I was going to say, is this a movie with Eddie Murphy? Like, It is. Um, I think it was like 20 years ago. Like, I want to say it was 2001 that the movie came out. Uh, it may have been because wasn't there like a... I'm wrong. 2003, so only by a couple years. But anyway, I mean, it was around that. Close. It was around. It was. It was around that time. Anyway, yeah. They're, so they're they're doing a remake of this, I guess, and it's gonna have, like I said, Lakeith Stanfield, Tiffany Haddish, Owen Wilson. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah. They they like doing movies based off their uh their you know, uh, theme park rides. My favorite one is still Pirates of the Caribbean that they've done. That one's probably the best one based off any of the rides. Uh, Jungle Cruise was the most recent one. That one was all right. It was, it was pretty cool. What did you think of Jungle, uh, of, uh, Jungle Cruise? I thought it was all I right. enjoyed it. I had a good time. Yeah, that one was okay. Uh, what else have they done? Tomorrowland was kind of meh. It was not, 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 not the best. I don't even think I saw that. Um... Uh, that one had like George Clooney in it. It was it was whatever, dude. It was it was not it was not great. They've done some here and there in the past. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Pirates is my favorite one. I'm, I'm curious what they do with an updated version of Haunted Mansion. I don't like to be. I don't even know if I've seen the Eddie Murphy one all the way from start to finish. To be honest, I've seen. I know I've seen like bits and parts of it, but I don't think I've ever actually like start to finish. Just watch the entire thing. But uh, Justin Simeon uh, is is making a uh, is is going to be directing it. Uh, and they're going to have some producers from uh, the Aladdin remake as well on that on this movie. Uh, they're going to be they're going to be begin shooting in Atlanta in October. Everybody likes filming here. So, uh, Yep, hot hot land is where it's at. Yeah. Some some of the movies, so you know, main buys out there. Maybe 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 you can be maybe you can be an extra or something. Yeah, I mean they do casting calls. I've seen them do it on um <clears throat> on the local news. They'll be like, yeah, we need some extras to come down. And, you know, the man do some stuff. You know. Yeah, I mean why we not, got a man? few parts here. If you want to come in, try out at the very least. You know, stuff like that. They do that all the time. Or at least they did pre-COVID. I don't know how they do it now, but. Yeah, right. Yeah, anyway. Uh so that's that. And then the last thing that I have here is that the Furiosa movie, you know, the Mad Max spin-off prequel to Fury Road, uh, has been pushed back a year. So it was originally supposed to be coming out June twenty third, twenty twenty three, but instead will be coming out on Memorial Day of twenty twenty four. So we still have several years. Before we reach that point, but uh, you know, Yaha Abdul Mateen II, who we just saw in the Matrix Resurrections, is going to be in it. Chris Hemsworth is going to be in it. Uh, Anya Taylor Joy will be taken over uh, as Furiosa from Charlize Theron. Uh, so, yeah, that. I, I'm not, I don't know. I don't know why it got pushed back. It just uh, they're just they're just doing it. I guess they just need more time. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know. 
But yeah, it uh there it is. It uh There's your news, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> All right, uh, we'll take a break. Uh put some music on for the Twitch streamers that are or Twitch viewers that are here. And then we'll come right back. I'm going to talk about some Kickstarters that uh, we have found over the past little bit of week Indeed. that we've explored. Um, and shout those folks out over there. Um, don't go anywhere. You might get to see some cool stuff. I mean, get up and go to the bathroom and stuff if you need to. But uh, we'll be back. We'll be right back after this. Let me set up the break screen. Get rid of the starting soon screen. And be right back, guys. Hello, everyone. We are back from our break, I believe. Had to get up sure and stretch, stretch the old legs out and uh, oh, grab no. snacks and drinks. And my, uh, I'll walk through the living room and my mom is like, I got a cup for you. It has ingredients for uh, mixed drinks on it. So we oh. got the, the margarita. We got the daiquiri. We got the Tom Collins. You can figure out go. how to make a Tom Collins here. It's got it all measured out. Interesting full cup. Um, uh, but yeah, we're going to get into the second half of the show here, guys. And it'll probably be... We'll probably motor through it pretty quick because we've been at this a little while. Um, yeah. But we're going to talk yeah, about some water, Kickstarters. I'm a lollipop. Yeah. Let's go. Let's do it. Um, now, we got a couple... Of, I think Josh has more than I do. But that's fine. Uh, yeah, uh, we're going to be, uh, we may not even get to all these, to be honest with you. Um, but I think what we're going to do is, Daniel, I'll do one, and then you'll do one of yours. And we'll probably talk about what it is, what kind of drew us to it, um, talk about how long they got and, and stuff like that. Um, all right, all right. Um, so I've, but before we do that, I'm, I'm going to talk about a little bit, like, I've used Kickstarter, I've backed... Several projects. Let me tell you how many guys. I'll look. It actually keeps track of how many projects I've backed. Um, Daniel, have you ever backed a, a Kickstarter before? I have not. You've not. Got you. I have not. Okay. I want to at some point because there's a lot of cool shit on here. There's so much cool stuff. Yes. But the, my problem is that every time I want to do something, all the cool shit is like always the expensive tiers. But I'm like, I don't have money for that, man. Right. I want to do the, I want to do the big boy tears, but I'm like, because it has all the cool stuff, but I'm like, I can't, bro. It's too much money. All right, I have backed eighteen different projects. Now, just because I've backed eighteen different projects does not mean I've bought like the biggest ones or or anything like that. It just means I've shown a little support, even if it was like a dollar, because there's some things I've thrown just a dollar to. So I could uh, get to the backer kit, um, and uh, so that I could up my pledge like later on. So like sometimes with Kickstarters, I'm not gonna say this for every Kickstarter. It's like you can throw in a dollar and get access to the backer kit, and then when you have the money later, you can come back and you can change the amount that you pledged, so you can get like one of the bigger things. So even if you can't like get one of the biggest things at the time, you might be able to come back and later and be like, okay, I want this version now and pay a little extra. The opposite is also true. Um, so the last Kickstarter I backed was the Avatar Legends, the role-playing game. Um, that which one was I know, so cool, dude. I know you I wanted, wanted to back yeah. it. I wanted yeah, to I know back you want to. That one's, that yeah. one's sick, man. Um, 
some of the stuff I've gotten, I've kickstarted. I've actually so I treat Kickstarter like almost like I'm throwing my money away in a way because there's no guarantee you're gonna get anything. Like there's no guarantee like for most things that you're gonna get a thing. Like but most of the things I've backed, I've gotten like everything I've ever backed, I've gotten. Like I've got the uh, the Quest NPC cars that we used on the last uh, tabletop RPG. Uh, uh, cantina we did that was a kickstarter um uh so yeah i love kickstarting things i love backing um some stuff like some of the coolest things i've gotten are like rpg inspired jewelry like i'm supposed to get that in like november um uh that'll be a thing and i'll show those off when it comes or like the new pixels those electronic dice um things that'll be a thing that comes so well, what started this idea was like, we just want to shout out some things that may not be getting shouted out um, and show them off here on the on the, on the cantina. Because we, and I've tried to keep mine, <sighs> it's going to sound bad. Most of mine are D&D, like not D&D, but are tabletop related stuff. But I did try to throw in some stuff that's not like a table, uh, like uh, tabletop stuff. So the first one I have up is I'm going to open it so you guys can see is... A Kickstarter called Questonomicon. So uh, the thing that kind of drew me to this is um, it is a tabletop uh, uh, RPG thing. So here's what it is. The Questonomicon is a compendium of adventures chronicled by Sir uh, Nominus, an animated skeleton with a knack for sudden and painful demise. Explore 10 different stories and 30 different adventures as you sample Sir Nominus's favorite epics and tables. The stories held in this tome are customizable, so whether you're a group with years of experience or a new GM looking to introduce some friends to 5th edition, there's something for everyone in the Questonomicon. In this book, you'll find five different themes to choose from, featuring two different first level one-shot stories that can be extended to levels 2 and 3 with further games. Whether it's fighting an evil dragon to save the city, planning a cunning train heist in the Wild West, or taking to the high seas to track down lost treasure, the adventures mm. you find within these pages are many and varied. Um, so I'm going to play the little Kickstarter trailer. Now, this is already funded. It's already hit its goal. But if anybody wants to throw in a little money at them, uh, go check them out. Gather Let's play this trailer for you. I have many to spare. Quests of heroes, villains, and more. Adventure is waiting out your door. We've fought dragons and found treasure, saving cities at our leisure. Beware of the dragon's breath if you fear a fiery death. Help in town and help in folk. Those goblins thought we were just a joke. Just our luck how it happened to go. Turns out my draw is still a little slow. The unending dark is a frightening sight. What lurks beyond and what may bite. I'm starting to feel just a little blue. Is it just me, or is this deja vu? We've hunted for a long lost crow from the fabled obsidian cove. As I walked and followed the map, I tripped and stepped on a painful trap. In the arena, we fought hard our passion and power with a perfect guard. Upon our destination, we were nearly there. My enemy that day was the unfaithful heir. The rest are stories for you to decide. If you need help, I'll be your guide. 
Want adventures with your friends to go on? Well, here they are in the Questonomicon. So yeah, that's the Questonomicon. You can back this and get the PDF for $25. So if you want to get in on the, the Questonomicon, uh, if you want the PDF version, 25 If you want a hardcover version and a and dice set and the PDF, it's 55 And they got some more expensive versions with more things on here. The biggest thing that kind of yanked me into to looking at this Kickstarter is, one, uh, the book cover right here that they have looks great. I love it. It immediately pulled me in, made me think of Divinity Original Sin 2 a little bit. And the fact that it has, like, level one quests for, for new people to, to, to take and jump in the to jump in the game and in uh, of fifth edition and and try out some D D stuff. I know it can be a little challenging in those early early days of learning how to play the game. And look at the dice. The dice are green. Check that out. That looks cool. Looks good. Looks good. Yeah. And they have other uh, like stretch goals and things on here and some add-ons and stuff. So go Go check this one out, guys. I'm gonna drop it in the I'll drop it in the Twitch chat for you guys if you want to check it out. There is the Questonomicon. And that is my first Kickstarter I wanted to shout out and check out for a minute there. Alright, Daniel, which one do you have next? Alright. So first one that I have on here is called The Red Wave. And this one is a comic book. Uh, the way that they the way that they describe it here is a bodacious, emotionally driven Ronin adventure tale. Kurosawa meets Raiders of the Lost Ark. Ooh, and it, that sounds again, cool. It's called the Red Wave. Yeah, yeah, it does, right? So they they show some of the comic off here a little bit. Um. And uh, looks pretty pretty rad. I know it's it's definitely like up my alley. And and then when I saw that description, I was like, well, dude, come on, that's that sounds amazing. They had they they too have a little uh, a little video here if you want to play that. Yeah, let's play it. Um, up at the top, it's they had they uh, there's twelve days to go on this one, and uh, they they still need help with with making this this thing happen. So it hasn't been funded yet. So if you're looking for something to to help out, this this. This, hey, this is one of them right here. What is their goal, Daniel? And what are they at? Their their goal is four thousand two hundred thirty-five dollars, and they are currently at three k. Close. Twelve days ago, still need some help on it. But yeah, go go back them up, guys. If this is something that interests you, go throw a little money at them. Help them make their dream come true, and have a part in this, man. Uh, I'm going to add this to my, my saved and check it out. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm about it, dude. Like the, even the art style looks cool and it's, yeah. It, it, so again, this is, this is a comic book for those wondering. Uh, this is for issue number one, which is a, uh, 32, which will be 32 pages. It's part of a four. It's a four-part series intended for mature readers who have an interest in fantasy, 
Mythology and Feudal Japan. Uh, they've been developing this project for a number of years, combining elements of Japanese history, fantasy, popular storytelling to create a tale that is rich with subtle historical detail, but at the same time weaves magic into an authentic setting. Uh, readers will embark upon an engaging, gritty adventure of long-lost blades and bonds between brothers with a familiar pulpy tone. Cool! So yeah, that is the... Uh, that's the red wave. For those of you guys interested, there's a they, they go 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 check out their uh, their page because you'll find uh, you know all of that all the information on there, all the updates and you know the the the, the story information and, and and all that. Go 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 check it out. Good good looking comic with with very intriguing premise and concept and all that stuff. So definitely go. We'll back oh, them yeah. up if you if you can if you're interested. Twelve uh, days to go. They are almost there, man. Well, they only need stuff. a little bit more. All right. Uh, I do want to say it was actually quite hard to find um some of these mm -hmm. projects. Um it is. I don't know. It's kind of weird how the search function works on Kickstarter because I'm like trying to find stuff, but yeah, they, they kind of make it a little difficult. As I'm like looking through things. I'm finding things that have already been funded and are no longer like available. Like you can't, yeah. Like like here's cool stuff from the past that we that have happened on Kickstarter, but these aren't that. But they're not. They aren't like actively in. You know, like you can't actively uh, back them because they're they've happened already. Like they're it's cool that they have you know other success stories and whatnot. But it's like let me just find stuff that's live right now. You know, or that I or you know that kind of stuff. Navigating the Kickstarter website is hard. It's also really hard if you backed stuff in the past because what you'll get in your feed is stuff similar to the things you backed. So you don't mm. get like a, a wide range of different products. I get a lot of the same stuff. Um, um, there was also some things that I wanted to put in here, but they, they wouldn't make it to Monday. They would already be ended, um, which was also a bummer on some stuff. Yeah. Um, so here's the next thing I have. I have Kalinsky, uh, Sable Paint Brushes by Cryptic Cabin. So these are for painting your miniatures. If you're a D&D &D or a tabletop nerd in general and want to get into miniature painting, uh, these guys have some really cool brushes I wanted to put on here. Um, this has already been funded, but if you want to throw in a little money on them and get a, get a set, um, you can. I think you can get the entire set for like 35 bucks. That's every brush. Oh, no, that's the starter set. If you want the full set, it's $60, but you get like a case and all the brushes. Um, so uh, why choose this brush set? So these are designed specifically for miniatures. It says we have taken all the parts we love from our favorite brushes and combined them into one great set. Um, thinner to get into the gaps, soft for smooth blends. They are affordable. If you ruin a brush, it won't bankrupt you to replace it. And you'll be helping out a small local game store to try and make their shop that little further. So here's some of the brushes and here's the set. Uh, case, I should say, for your brushes. Some of you know that I want to try to get into mini painting on the, um, on the stream at some point. And I may just go ahead and throw a, a backer out uh, and back this and get a 
Use some really cool brushes to start us off. You know, they got some. Yeah, they, uh, they look pretty dope. Um, they have a video at the top. We can watch that really quick. Welcome to our Kickstarter. Here at Cryptic Cabin, we've been designing Kalinsky Sable brushes that are affordable and built for miniature painting. We designed these brushes to be affordable and to fit into anyone's hobby budget. Even the highest price of the brush is less than minimum wage. We've designed these brushes so that if you do accidentally break them, or they grow too yeah, those are pretty or cool. you dip it too far into your null oil pot, yeah. you're not going to be breaking the bank to replace it. Very the nice, brushes very will come nice, in a set of nice three, indeed. five, and eight. They got the beginner the set, the starter set, set and the full set. Which folds away for ease of travel. As we reach the stretch goals, the other sets will gain the case as well. In our stretch goals, there'll be other sized brushes. Yeah, this is cool. We've we them off of painted with them. Professional brushes, so we've made them thinner to get into the smaller gaps, softer for your wet blends and flat surfaces yeah. to avoid We are playing these videos strokes. with sound for you guys, by the way. Larger pointed brushes um, as we feel they're more versatile for Because we want to get that info we've out to you on these stuff. Some of our favorite local painters who are also Golden Demon winners and Iron Skull winners. By backing this Kickstarter, you'll not only be getting yourself affordable Kalinsky Sable professional brushes in a lovely case, but you'll be helping out a family-run hobby store. So we have a few of these on an early bird price of £35 for the eight brush set. Once they're gone, it'll go up to 40 and then it'll go up to 40. Man, I wish I could paint uh, shit like that. 45, you're yeah, man, it'd be cool. I, I want to get into it. I really do. It takes so much, like, precision and patience. And... So be quick. Man, it's... And get yours now. It's, it's, man. It's so worth it at the end of it, though. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, guys, you can go ahead and get this right now. I believe they're out of the early bird. It's all gone. Um, but they still have the um, the full set and all the others if you want. Um, and it's estimated for December, but, you know, Kickstarters are Kickstarters. Um, so go check out this one. I'll drop it in the in the chat again for you guys. If you want to check it out, those are the Sable brushes. All right. Daniel, what do you have next? Uh, next thing that I have is one called Mojo 68. And you may be wondering, what the hell is a Mojo 68? Well, it's a mechanical keyboard. So, Mojo 68 is a see-through, custom, and programmable mechanical keyboard. Uh, with gasket mount, RGB backlit, and hot, swappable, and programmable, programmable keys. Mojo 68 is a mechanical keyboard enhancing your type experience. So they have, like, you know, different uh, color schemes for them here. That's cool. Man, that purple, uh, that purple set looks nice. <laughs> I, I figured you'd like that purple one. Um, I'm about it. So it's customizable, like I said. All, all, all the different, uh, different styles. It tells you, like, you know, it works for Mac and Windows and Linux. You connect it, you connect it up to four devices. Uh, it's, it's, it's funny too, because we all just went through, and, we went yeah, through like a keyboard phase recently. You know, mm -hmm. like we were talking about all the keys and stuff. It's really cool that you found this. Yeah, I didn't see this at all when I was looking for Kickstarters. <laughs> this is cool. Oh, this looks pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, you got all the all those different switches you can use, and then um, and then like 
if you scroll down, they have like sound tests to see, to, you know, so you can see how they sound and everything. Oh, too. really? When people are people are typing on them. Oh, yeah. look at that! Here we go. Let's check this out. Wow, it's cool that they did a sound test for different stuff on here. Right? I think that's, I think that's pretty dope. Um, backlit RGB. Um, Bluetooth. So if you scroll down, they kind of have more like of the, you know, the the... The wow, tiers a, and the pricing and all that stuff. They have a ton of info on here, which is good. They really do. Like, there's there's so much here to to say. So if you are looking for a a, a cool looking keyboard, I I think this would be a pretty solid option if you're looking to get one. The good news is this one has already been funded. It's been overfunded, like it's it's overbacked. So. There's still 62 hours left to go, so if you want to get in on this, you have that long, that much left. Yeah, they wow, they really. <laughs> yeah, they 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 over they over overachieved on this one. Yeah, a lot of people are into the keyboard. A lot of people I've noticed are into the keyboard customization thing lately. Mm -hmm. Like even my nephew has like gotten into it, and he's like got his own little custom stuff that he did. Um, that's cool, man. This is a cool Kickstarter. Yeah, we didn't even play the video at the top neither. Like, oh yeah, we can do that. Let's do that. Meet Mojo sixty eight, an amazing see through, customizable, and programmable mechanical keyboard. Six unique and fashionable styles with a see through. Give me that neon. I'll take it. Six custom that video, the neon, yeah. Profiles. A gasket mount style has been applied to a customizable keyboard for the very first time. The keyboard plate is surrounded by silicon and poron, which creates a more comfortable, classic feel and dampened sound. Boom, boom. Boom. Use our exclusive APB yeah, like, tools to create custom macros. It, it even looks cool, concepts. you know, like with the APP, the colors and rhythm of the RGB. The way that, like, when they show you, like, piece by piece, every every layer of it. With mm -hmm. to explore more fun. Mojo 68 is here to bring you a brand nice. new typing experience. What's even better? Mojo 68 is hot. Look at that, hot swappable. This design allows you to easily boom, swap, boom, easy peasy, swap the keys in and out. Don't like the press feeler sound? Swap it. Mojo 68 supports three different connections. 2.4G USB wired wireless, connection, wireless, Bluetooth, or wired connection. Sick, and yeah. it's compatible with Mac OS, iOS, Windows, Android, and Linux. In Bluetooth mode, you can connect up to four devices at the same time and switch amongst them to help multitasking and boost your productivity. There you go. This is Mojo 68. The customizable and programmable keyboard. That's Mojo 68 for you guys. Create the keyboard that That's cool, man. Would upgrade your typing experience. So if Get you guys want to check it out, I will post the link now. in the chat as well. There you go. All right. That's a, that's a cool find. Mojo 68. Go get your keyboard needs. Get your cool customizable keyboard if you need one. All right. My next one is uh, another tabletop thing. Um, <clears throat> it is canceled, so we're going to move on from that. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah, I clicked on the link. Uh, apparently that one got canceled. Sometimes that happens uh, with Kickstarters. A thing will get canceled and it'll come back and they'll do it again later. Um, 
I'm not sure what particularly happened with this one. Uh, but yeah. Well, rip. Yeah, it says uh to circumstances beyond control. Oh well, move it. We'll move on to my next one then. That's fine. All right. That happens sometimes. Shoulders, shoulders. Um, next one I have, please don't be canceled too, is um, this one is very short. It doesn't have a lot of time left. It's 16 hours, but mm. it is the, 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 the gaming library is doing a Resident Evil uh, essay book. It's an essay dedicated to Resident, the Resident Evil saga from Resident Evil 1 to Resident Evil 6. Um, so, uh, so what's inside the book? Underneath the, their fancy covers, our books are filled with pages upon pages of impassioned writing. In addition to looking into the game's development, they offer an in-depth analysis covering every aspect of the titles in question, their lore, themes, game design, music, and much more. This is in keeping with the with third edition's editorial line, uh, embodied by the three core concepts that comprise the framework of all our books, creation, universe, and decryption. Every passionate gamer knows about the Resident Evil saga. Born in 1996, the series includes at least 10 major episodes. The first episode, mainly inspired by the work of George A. Romero, Dawn of the Dead, was so terrifying that it resulted in the birth of a new genre, the survival horror games. Go back to the heart of the great saga, dive into the mysteries of Raccoon City to meet the heroes who fought the evil corporation Umbrella. The figure of the undead never ceases to fascinate. Uh, the first volume deals with the saga from beginning from its beginning in 1996 with Resident Evil 1 till Resident Evil 6, including Revelation 1 and some spin-offs. Um, so let's watch the video. Here. This has already hit its goal, by the way. Um It's actually not a tabletop thing. It is a book thing though. <laughs> Pretty cool. So it's basically a book that goes into everything you need to know about the Resident Evil uh, franchise and development and, and stuff like that. So if you back it, you'll get it cheaper than bookstores. You'll receive your books before they get to retail and you are helping uh, this company out. That is not what I did not want to hear that lady scream. That's what happened. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can get the ebook. Um, for uh, like they got, they got different uh, uh, pledges on here for different things. So check check those out. Oh my god, I'm not pledging no five grand. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah, you can get like the basic book for like 30 bucks if you want the, the physical and the ebook is like 15. Uh, but yeah, I, the main thing that drew me in there is like Resident Evil and a book and it's about the development of the games and, and stories and stuff about it. That's kind of cool. Um, so yeah, go check this out. It's got 16 hours left. If you guys are interested with it, I'll drop it in the chat for you. Uh, but yeah, this one will be ending soon. Nice. What noise, do you noise, have noise. next, Daniel? Next one I have is called 
Kenji's Quest. All right. Is a classic 90s era RPG meets tabletop. Featuring miniatures, turn-based battles, mini-games, and more, Kenji's Quest utilizes a companion app to uh, enhance the experience. Uh, this one is uh, has 17 days to go, and it's at 19,000 out of 38,000, so if you want to help this one out, you still can as well. Um, so, as as it said, it's this is a uh, this is a uh, tabletop game. Um, if you scroll down, it tells you what's all in the uh, in each of the uh, the pledge uh, things. There's a lot of cards and like minis and like potion bottles. Yeah, potion nice. bottles. There's like little treasure chests and pencils and fa- you know fasteners and stuff. And, and they got tokens, some stand up tokens. Yeah. That's cool. Item Those cards. Those little potion I love bottles item cards. are cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. Four sets Character of dice. Sheets. Skill game cards. Mat, bunch of minis. Oh, you can just get the minis if you want. So you can get some minis if you guys just want some really cool minis. Um, oh my God, it's got Cthulhu. <laughs> Got the Hydra, the Tree Ant, Mushroom King. So yeah, a lot, 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 lot of creatures in this for sure. Giant Toad. That's cool. Let's check out the video. Let's watch the video before we forget. Let's. My dear friend, for the past few months, I have lived in a small cabin deep in the Myths and Miniatures area. presents. I hope you have a sense of adventure. For I could really use your help. While trekking at the nearby pond just last night, I heard the sound of beating wings, a flickering tongue, and a hissing sound coming from above. I fled as quickly as I could. A dark mist has also covered the area surrounding the mysterious shack. The Not the cockatrice. reported fiendish mm-hmm. squeaking and chattering sounds that echo from the abandoned mine at night. All of this can mean only one thing. This is a bit of a long video. It's like almost four minutes long. Yeah, I noticed that. Please come to my cabin immediately. Fine. We must investigate this further. Check this out. Sincerely. See if it's of interest to you. Kenji's Quest is a tabletop game that takes the best elements from the 90s era adventure and console games and translates them to the tabletop. Kenji's Quest, Book 1. based battles, miniatures, minigames, and more. Kenji's Quest utilizes a groundbreaking companion app to enhance the experience. Using the companion app, the game host leads the players through the game by displaying art, playing the official soundtrack, showing the stats during battle, and oh, that's much cool. more. Designed as a showing you how it works Kenji's and everything Quest with the app. Allows mm-hmm. for you and your friends to experience the first book's six chapters. Sick. But here's a crucial twist. Your performance and decisions influence so designed the, as a trilogy. the eventual outcome of the story. Kenji's Quest's gameplay is best described by its three game modes. Map mode. Nearly every chapter of Kenji's Quest starts with the game host giving you a map, describing a few details, and asking where you would like to go next. Map mode. Features you and your friends exploring an area as modular dungeon tiles are placed onto the game mat by the game host. 
This design adds to the suspense as you open treasure chests, ah, try to that. avoid the pitfalls and traps the game That's host me. has in store for you, and more. Battle mode. Battle mode starts when you encounter someone or something you need to fight. This mode features rolling dice to determine how much damage you do. Activating skills you creature, need to Creature, giant creature, battle mode. Discipline. Roll the dice. Casting spells using magic stones you've equipped. Healing yourself with potion bottles you can actually drink from. And more. Our core box <laughs> contains all of the primary components you need to get started on your quest. This is pretty cool. If you back us what the hell is in those potion bottles that you can drink out of them? Containing all of the rats you've That's what I wonder, right? Chapter one is yours. It's probably like sure it says on them. Okay, Hawaiian punch mix. So you probably throw some water in there with it or something. Give me some of that HP, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> while our boss bundle features 12 of the most iconic monsters in fantasy tabletop games. Five, six inch All of dragons. which you can have custom painted and the opportunity to experience as you play Kenji's quest. Those dragons look that cool, is, man. If you choose wisely when deciding what path to take. They're all painted too, shit. Hey there. Thank you so much for watching our Kickstarter video for Kenji's quest. We know Fuck that off, with Cthulhu. your backing and help that we can make this project become a reality. And we can bring to you a board game true to the classic adventure games that we grew up playing. One where you and your friends can participate in the adventure together. That's cool. So they're about halfway there. They got 17 days to go. Go check these guys out, man. Make this, uh, make this board game become a real thing. I play it. Yep. Uh, Make it happen, man. They're at fifty percent of a goal. Uh, it'd be cool to see this one happen because it looks it looks great, man. Yeah, it could be one of those things you play at WaveCon. Yeah. Show up. Sick. Come in with a box kit. Play this stuff. All right. That is Kenji's. So yeah, quest. I'll post the link to that one in the chat as well. Those of you who want to check that out. And if you're watching this on um, YouTube or listening to it on uh, Spotify or any of the other uh, audio formats, uh, definitely uh, go check check these out if you can uh, on the website, on the Kickstarter website. Uh, this one that I just did was called Kenji's Quest. All right. Uh, anyway, Josh, what do you got? <clears throat> The next one I have up is already funded, but it could always use a little bit more love. It is The Art of Ian Richardson, a stunning compilation of artwork from critically acclaimed comic artist Ian Richardson. Um, it says, Welcome to The Art of Ian Richardson. Everything contained within this book has never been seen in print in any publication ever before. It's a, compila a compilation of commissions, large and small, as well as personal warm-up pieces and color pieces with the assistance of colorists. We've collected 132 pages of artwork in this full in, in this first volume, as well as some fun uh, captions and comments Ian wrote for many of the pieces as a personal touch. The book will be A4 size and perfect, perfect bound. So this is like a book of art uh, from Ian Rich Richardson, who has been a professional comic book artist since 2001, with his first published work appearing in 2000 AD on a sinister Dexter story with Dan Abnett. Since then, he's worked on an impressive, impressive plethora of titles, 
Uh, images, Noble uh, Causes, Platinums, Cowboys and Aliens, the Marvel UK line of Captain America, the Falcon, Doctor Doom, Spider-Man, Iron Man, Luke Cage, and MODOK, Dark Horse's Halo Escalation series, uh, Xenoscope's Grimm's, Grimm's Fairy Tales, Unlikely Hero Studios' The Unthinkables, and of course, it continues to work on Judge Dredd and similar titles for the two, for 2000 AD to this day. Um, so the goal was to, to, to raise money to make this book happen of awesome little artwork, uh, a comic book artwork mostly, and some commissions and stuff that he's done in the past. We're all big on the comic books and the video games and stuff like that, and this is all right up our alley. Um, there's a shot from uh, a sketch of Invincible, Batman and such. So you guys can go throw 15 bucks at this if you want the PDF. Uh, there's some other options on there as well. Um, we can play the video at the top for you as well. Let's check that out. It's a short one. Let's have a look-see here. Unlikely heroes. That, that got rock real quick. <laughs> I had to lower the volume on that one, man, so that shit just started blaring. Yeah, no, I, I, I've i been turning them down right when they start, because they get fucking loud. Uh, looks like we're just flashing through a bunch of artwork here. It's funny how different people use the Kickstarter videos at the top, because some of them go, like, super in-depth. Yeah. And some like this, this are just, just like, like here's flashes of art. Yeah. Yeah, not you usually explaining all that art, much. Yeah. All right, cool. The art of Ian Richardson. All right. Sick. All right. This has got 10 days left, guys, if you want to throw in some money at this artwork, this book of artwork, cool artwork, please do so. I'll drop it in the chat for you. Boom. Uh, yeah. What do you have next, Daniel? Next thing that I have is a uh, is called Five E PF Two Battle Zoo Bestiary Monster Hunting Pirates Dragons. It doesn't really have a name, but you know it's all of that. <laughs> it's all that stuff. It's all that. You can craft any gear from slain monsters, hundred plus new monsters, play a dragon, level one to ten pirate adventure, monster hunting, blue mage, and more. This one's cool. already funded, and it apparently only took 55 minutes to do so. Uh, there's 18 days left, so you can still contribute if you would like, but they are fully uh, backed here. Um, so if you scroll down, they got some uh, yeah, Battle Zoo Bestiary. Uh, you know the thing that grabs me on uh, these types of uh, Kickstarters are the book covers. Like, that's the mm. first thing you see. That's what sells you the book. I love them. I love, like, all of them. But yes, please continue. I'm sorry. I just had to no. say that. I was like, I saw the no, book cover. Yeah. I was like, no, oh, it's true. So yeah, that's that's the first <laughs> thing you look at, right? Mm -hmm. So they have the Battle Zoo B-Series, which is a long-awaited effort uh, which hundreds of monster fans and aspiring designers submitted their most creative creature ideas to be judged by both professional RPG designers and the community. Following the competition's extended hiatus, uh, there was... Uh, 
Kaizo, licensed under the long the maker of the long running Roll for Combat actual play podcast, to run the contest. With the final result being the 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 bestiary right there. Um. So that's 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 one of them. Then you have uh, you know they show off all the monsters and and all that stuff. But wait, there's more monster parts: slay, gather, refine, imbue. So you know you can like craft weapons and stuff using monster parts and and all that good stuff. Um, which is which sounds pretty uh pretty dope. Um. And then they have the dragons, dragons everywhere, battle zoo ancestries, dragons. Um, they got metallic dragons, chromatic dragons, primal dragons, imperial dragons. There's a lot in this Kickstarter. Dragons, outer dragons, planar dragons. Yeah, there, there is, there is a lot. That's why I. <laughs> that's why I was like, uh, you know, when you're like, what's the name of this or whatever? It's like, well, you know, it's a bunch it's a of lot. shit. Just it's several things. One. Yeah, it doesn't really have a name, you know. But what it is is it's content, and that is what the tabletop people, players, DMs. That's what we love because yeah. what we don't have to create, we can just use, right? Like, so exactly. Here's here's all the different the, you know, different bundles and stuff here. One of the main so, reasons why I included this in here was because uh, this has a pirate adventure, and I love pirate shit. So I was like, well, it'd be cool to have like a, a you know a pirate uh, you know D and D RPG. Delio going on. This one is called the uh, Jewel of the Indigo Isles. Yeah. Fucking uh, got a big giant parrot over here. Yeah, the way it's described is like Guardians of the Galaxy with dragons. So Oh shit. That if that's fun. of any interest to you, then there you go. This is great. Yeah, the, I love the it. Art looks cool. Uh yeah, so they they got the that that uh, the the jewel of the Indigo Isles adventure pass. So they got book one, which is from levels one to three. Search for the missing map. Book two, levels four to six. Voyage to the Runaway Reef, and then uh, level seven to ten. Battle at Barnacle Bay. And uh, you know, there's there's so much information on here. You guys have to like come to the you know the the Kickstarter page and check it out for yourself because there's there's so much on here. Yeah, there's a ton. There's so okay. much, but we can we can quickly also go over the uh, the uh, the little video at the top. Yeah, let's do it. Let's check out that video. Welcome to the RPG Superstar Battlezoo Bestiary, a new role-playing book filled with over a hundred deadly monsters, an amazing new system that lets you build and upgrade your gear with monster parts, new archetypes that give you hey. the power to steal monster abilities, and much more. So Ooh. wait. Let me get this straight. Inside this book, there are 114 all-new monsters, each that won a contest and then were professionally edited by RPG developer Patrick Rennick. Yep. And a brand new monster part system that allows me to slay monsters and then turn those monsters into custom gear that levels up as I do. You bet. Character and several options. new monster hunting character options the such as new backgrounds. Crazy. You got it. Mm -hmm. And the monster mage archetype, which allows me to kill monster monsters mage and steal their powers. Yep. And the vestige hunter archetype. Which allows me to take parts from my slain foes like cool. and then incorporate them directly into my magic gear. Items. Uh -huh. And new magic items Ooh, that, that were created specifically from the monsters oh my in this book. Yeah. <laughs> and there is a super cool special edition that I can get only from the Kickstarter and nowhere else. Yep. And you're also creating a three-book adventure path featuring monsters from the Battle Zoo Bestiary 
and utilizing the new monster part system rules. Yep. And it's a pirate adventure. Hey, pirates. And the adventures are being written by adventure writing gods Patrick Rennie, Ron Lundeen, and Linda Zayas Palmer. Yep. We hired the best of the best. And you are also creating an ancestry book written by Mark Seifter that will allow me to play a dragon as a character. A real dragon. Not a dragon kin, but a true dragon. Yep. And it's including Jeez, dozens that's of so many dragon variants. Yep. <laughs> Plus a few extra surprise ancestries. So many different so ancestries. In total, you're releasing the battles this, this, of this, this, this the really does have adventure a lot. path. The dragon so if you're in the RPG, D and D stuff, and you're looking for more written and illustrated things to incorporate into your games. This is for you, right? Yep. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> here is a professional game developer. Wow, you really got everything. I guess I better hurry up and order the Battle Zoo Bestiary by your friends at Roll for Combat. There you go. That's like some said, cool shit. This one's already been funded, but there's 18 days left to go if you want to contribute to it at all. So I have, I have it go. saved to remind me to throw some more money. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next up, I have. Paintings and Drawings by Rowena, a limited edition hardcover book by the world-famous fantasy and science fiction artist Rowena. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce the name. Um, this uh, The magically amazing artwork of Rowena is known to people everywhere in the world. She painted literally hundreds of book covers and illustrations for many different publications. She won many awards during her career, including British Fantasy Award for Best Artist in 1984 and was a four-time Hugo finalist for Best Professional Artist. Her professional peers made her a 1999 Chelsea Award nominee and the World Fantasy Conventions awarded her a Lifetime Achievement Award in 2020. Sadly, Rowena passed away in February of 2021 and the art world experienced a profound loss. And that means, of course, that there was no more Rowena art produced ever. However, legends never die, and here is an opportunity to keep her legend alive. This new book of her artwork contains many pieces that were never published before, and will also include mm. several pieces that were never published in Rowena's previous art books. Over 100 pages of paintings and drawings, and even some poetry, are contained within this hardcover volume. The beautiful book is being lovingly designed and edited by Kim DeMolder, who had lived with Rowena for approximately the last 18 years. You can keep Rowena's legacy alive and growing. So there's some beautiful artwork here uh, that you can see here featured on this Kickstarter. That we'll just scroll through and let you guys get a look at. Um, it's almost to its goal. It's got about 16 days to go. It's not quite there yet. They need about another 700 to hit their goal of 8,000. Um, I love artwork i love fantasy artwork in particular so that's why i included this on here um let's watch this video guys let's do it yeah yeah i had to lower that real quick so there's a small sampling of the book is what they're going to show us yes honestly if nobody's talking i don't think we need that music <laughs> Um, that's true. Uh, just because it's super loud. Uh, but yeah, there's some lovely art pieces in here that I I think look really cool. Um, that's why I included it on here. 
uh, for the, the Kickstarter stuff as I was going through. Um, dragons in particular always grab my attention for things. And, uh, yeah, that's why we have, uh, I threw this in here for you guys. Still want to back it? You got a few, you got like 16 days left, about two, two weeks, roughly. Um, go throw them some money and get you a cool art book, man. Oh, yeah, that's what's up. Plague dog. Yeah. Heavy metal. <laughs> Pretty cool. Yep. Uh, 16 days to go. You can get in entry level on this. It's $15 for a PDF if you want to. You can also just go throw a dollar at them if you want to. You can do that. They got stickers and, and bookmarks and and uh, pledges that, like, you know, if you want to be included in the credits, there's an option for that as well. Um, some cool stuff in there from a cool artist. I'll drop that in the chat for you guys. Nice, Daniel, nice, nice. what do you have next? Next one I have called a dragon crown dragon crown let's check yeah this out. rpg polyhedral dice Ooh, we got some dice here compatible with dnd 5e based games collection included dice in four realm styles reusable characters notepad master screen or er, and uh, play mats so there you go so cool looking dice uh, they have like a special slip case where you can, you know, have all four of them in there. Hey, look at that. That's cool. I like it. Uh, so they have the undead amethysts, which are the purple ones. They have the elf emeralds, which are the green ones. You have the dwarf sapphire blue. And then you have the dragon topaz color, which is like the orangish yellowish ones. Hell yeah. Um, and yeah, they just, I, I just throw them in here. Cause like, who doesn't like cool looking dice and you know, you, have your little collector sets here and I like the symbols you know, they, on these. They, nice. They look pretty pretty badish. I like that they come with their little yeah, the little boxes you can put them in and they look good on know, a shelf. Just, like even if you never play with them. Yeah. Let's be real. We all roll our dice when we buy them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, like, uh, I like I like the look of all of them. They all look pretty pretty cool, man. They are like three shades of like like I'm looking at the green ones, and it's like, oh, there's you know three shades of, of of the green ones in the Emerald Collection, and um, yeah, it, it's it's pretty cool. They, they they look they look they look so good, man. They and then they have like the notepad. Oh, those notebooks look dope. I like those. Yeah. Those look real cool. I like that. Reusable character notebooks and um. You got the mats and whatnot. I kind of want. I want to pledge well. just for the books. <laughs> Those books look cool. <laughs> I like them. Oh, they, they even have like D they even have like D two coins and shit. 
they have the screen, you know, GM screen and whatnot. So there's a, they talk, they, they, the rewards, they got the, the $5 character notebook PDF. 15 bucks, you get the reusable character notebook. Uh, $20, you get the, the color version with color coding and then uh, so on and, and so forth. Um, you got options. You got options on this one. Yeah, you, you have options on what, what you want to do. Oh, that looks cool. So it's pretty, pretty cool. It's pretty cool stuff. For it's like know. a storage. It's like a little storage box. Look at that. That's neat. Mm -hmm. How much is how much is that? You know, not not that I'm asking for it, but you know, <laughs> which one is that one? That one is the uh, ultimate collection. One hundred thirty-five dollar version. That's uh, that's not cheap, but it looks cool. You get the box though. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And like you get all everything else, I assume. Yeah. You get the four sets of the dice, the wooden box, the reusable character notebook, colored version, and the marker. Cool. Yeah. And then of course you still have the video up top to watch, so you can get you know see a little bit more information on that. Dragon Crown. They got some uh, some stretch goals they're still going for here, guys. Let's check out this video though. Mm -hmm. What do we got here? So again, these guys are funded already, but they got 14 days left. So they oh look at that. Beautiful looking dice. Beautiful dice. I like the notebooks, I like the box. Into orange for the dragons. Mm-hmm. Very nice looking, very nice. This is why I'm glad we both looked, because you found stuff I didn't even see. <laughs> I didn't even see these. Elves with the green. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, these, these are really cool looking, man. The undead. undead. Bring on the perps. I'm in. There they are. That perp and gold going. I appreciate that somebody went outside, found some rocks, and put the dice on there and filmed it. You know, mm -hmm. I appreciate I appreciate going that extra mile. Dwarven blue here. That looks sick, dude. Yeah, it's got kind of like a like a misty, cloudy kind of yeah. interior. Some lovely dice. There they are all together. Look, they look great. Yeah, those those are really cool looking. I'm a I'm a I'm a dice goblin, so you know, <laughs> I have a lot. I may have ordered some more the other day. So yeah, there you go. This video is basically uh, just showing off all the, on dice. the dice. Yeah, but you know, again, if you want to check that out, look it up on the uh, Kickstarter. It's called they're called Dragon Crown. Yeah, they'll come right and up. And I will, yeah. and I'll post that link in the chat for those of you watching live as well. That's some cool shit. All right.
Uh, next thing I have is, I'm pretty sure it's already hit its goal, um, because it is like, I usually try to find like small, like, uh, like not well-known things, but this is very well-known. Um, it is the Witcher Ronin, a hard copy collector's edition manga. Um, it's already hit its goal, it surpassed its goal by like a lot. I put it on here because I think it's fucking cool, and we love the Witcher. Um, sure do. And it's uh, to bring this ambition, what ambitious what if scenario to live CD Projekt Red creators of the Witcher series of games have assembled a dedicated creative team made up of talented individuals who all wanted to explore a different take on the world of the Witcher. Instead of taking inspiration from Western European mythology and fairy tales, the Witcher Ronin presents the Witcher universe as if it were based around the rich traditions of Japanese folklore. In a world such as this, the role of a professional monster slayer is just as essential as dangerous yokai and oni, Japanese spirits and demons, are constantly on the prowl. We've got some artwork here that they're showing off. They're showing off, like, some moving art, which is pretty cool, too. Like, this stuff mm -hmm. is, like, fucking a little animated here. Uh, um, I'm all about this. This looks badass, dude. The main story arc of The Witcher Ronin contains four chapters around 100 full-colored pages. Following Geralt as he searches for clues, fights deadly monsters, and is faced with difficult moral choices. In addition to this main story, we've also written three short stories, roughly 15 pages each. These standalone tales deepen the context of this mysterious Ronin world, while also featuring fan-favorite characters such as Vesemir and Yennefer, each translated into this manga's style. Furthermore, as well as these atmospheric narratives, we have also uh, produced a making-of section with creator commentary, early draft sketches, and insight into the mythological background that has influenced the manga itself. So yeah, here's the Kickstarter version. You can get a hard copy that is available uh, only available via Kickstarter. Uh, they aim to push uh, the quality as hard as they can. Um, so they got different pledges. For different, the, the base pledge is $42 US. Uh, you get the hard copy book, you get postcards, you get artwork, you get stuff like that in here. And they got a whole bunch of different stuff. They got pins and different things on here. Um, again, this has already been funded um, by a lot. And you guys can go back it. We'll, we'll check out the video here and see what they have to say on this here. Destiny is such a twisted thing. Geralt is alone, Ronin Witcher. Hunting yokai and searching for Yukiona, the lady in the blizzard, the lady of snow. He has lost all hope. Fate has other plans. Hello, everyone. My name is Rafa Yaki, and I'm the creator and writer of Witcher Ronin, a hard copy collector's edition manga. That, looks, that cover looks so good. Japan it really does. The Witcher Ronin follows Geralt as he trails the elusive Lady of Snow, Yuki Onna. As a wandering swordsman, a Ronin monster slayer, Geralt's life is never easy. He will face difficult decisions, battling dangerous beasts and yokai along the way, as he gets closer and closer to achieving his mission. As a graduate of Japanese philology, I always felt that Geralt fits the mold of a Ronin-esque swordsman and connects well with the samurai mythos. The rich tapestry of Japanese folklore, filled with monsters, demons, and spirits, also speak to me as a good match for the world of the Witcher. And to help bring this idea to life as authentically as possible, 
an amazing manga artist Hataya has agreed to lend her skill to this series. The story of Witcher Ronin, first volume, is told across four chapters, roughly 100 full-color pages. In addition to the main story, we also have written three manga short stories which bring more context to the world of Ronin. Each of those standalone tales is around 15 pages long, and they feature some iconic fan-favorite characters, such as Vesemir and Yennefer, each translated into the Ronin style. We also produced the making of section filled with early draft sketches and creator commentary that give more insight into the mythological background that has inspired and influenced this manga. All in all, this book will have at least 160 pages. The first volume is already paid for and almost finished. And if you decide to join us on this Kickstarter, we plan to deliver the comics till this year. But we would love to do more. The exclusive hardcover edition of Witcheronium will only be available via Kickstarter. And with your help and feedback, that hardcover looks beautiful, man. Yeah, it looks great. As far as we possibly can. We plan to invite amazing guest artists to show off their skill and put their own mark on Witcheronium. And we want to offer more exclusive add-ons and surprises available only via this Kickstarter. As the first CD Projekt Red run campaign, we are so grateful that we can connect to the Witcher community and the manga and comic book enthusiasts on Kickstarter directly. This is a passion project made inside CD Projekt Red. So please comment and tell us what you think so we can together create a comic book that would not be possible without you all. Hell yeah, man. Go check that one out. I'm going to drop it in the chat for you. If you it's want her. that hardcover, throw that money at this. It's already funded, so it's going to happen. Uh, I, might, I'm a, I might throw a little money in it. Get me that hardcover. Um, <laughs> love it. Love it. All right. Next up, Daniel, what do you have? We're getting kind of toward the end here, folks. Yeah, I only have a couple more. Um, so the next one I have is called Evoca. It's a uh... all right. Yeah, so it is the video basically explains the gist of it, but okay. We can play the video. Let's do that. Yeah, we'll, we'll play the video first this time, and then we'll then we'll talk about it. Evoca. Do you like physical board games, but wish they were more interactive? Do you also like digital games, but you miss the fun you have with your friends on gatherings? Well, why not get both? That's why we created Evoca a board game application for tablets that upgrades your favorite miniature board games, RPGs, and D&D sessions with enhancements and cool features. Evoca application can be installed on any Android or iOS tablet, but if you do not own one... So it is a... Basically, it's a board game application that allows you to create, like... For the Evoca application. Um, Evoca tablets also have you know, Google Play and enable you to install it's, all your... It's, it's really cool apps. for, like, all the, the animated you can stuff you can do. Like, they, 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 they show you here how you can like change the weather for your games and you can use you know spells and whatnot and it's just cool because it, it's like you know voice commands real real-time effects and you can create like you know maps and, and worlds you know through this thing so 
I just thought it was a neat little thing since we're we're all about the D and D, and then something like this I think is really cool. So I tell her the left one. Yeah, that's cool. It's cool that it listens to voice commands. That's really neat. Yeah. And it's like you know, there's there's a lot there's a lot to it with the um, with the features and whatnot. Like you can has real-time miniature tracking you can import and resize maps you can generate grids you can have fog of wars lights lines of sight you can peek through doors levers and switches levers and buttons lock picking traps sewers and portals weather like the the npcs talk there's music and sounds like it's it's pretty cool man like there's Lots of NPCs can now speak and you offer know, you merchandise. There's lots of shit to it. Awesome. Hey, buddy, you shouldn't be here. Follow me. That's cool. With Avoca, you may import your own maps, either animated or static, generate a grid, and fill it with fog of war. So it's it's uh it'll be available for um for Android and iOS as well as uh, Add doors Windows, that can be locked you know, and computer or laptop or whatever. And it will let you create. You can you can create maps yourself through that as well, um, which I think Explore I already said. But features, in case you guys didn't hear me or you know, just need another another quick reminder. You can create your own maps. So that's cool. Yeah, pretty dope. Um. Unfortunately, it only has three days, and it has quite a bit of three a ways days, to go. But it's got a ways to go. But hey, sometimes things just because something ends on Kickstarter doesn't mean that's the end of the project. You know, it happens quite often that somebody will get their eye on this and they'll come in and they'll help invest in it in the future and maybe come back to Kickstarter again. Like just because it fails once doesn't mean it won't ever be back. So. Um, it is a cool concept. It's got a lot of cool stuff on it. Go check it out, yeah. guys. Get, get, at least get some eyes on those creators um, and follow their uh, projects because, I mean, this could be a thing that, that still comes true. So, Yeah, I'll, I'll, again, I'll post a link in the chat for those interested. We'll go check them out on Kickstarter. Their project is called Evoker. Evoker. All right. Next up, I have, uh, I'm not exactly sure how you pronounce it, but it is Ined, The Rule of Nine, an epic fantasy saga, books numbers one through six. Over 40 new pages in the spaghetti western fantasy that values diversity, representation, and marginalized voices. Uh, mm. The big thing that grabs me is the fucking, the cover. Like, that's what grabs me on these, on these things. They grab me by the fucking cover. Look at it. It's awesome looking. I love the style. Um, so, in Ed, the Rule of Nine is an epic fantasy re-envisioned for a modern and diverse audience. We know representation matters in the world of uh, Amashik reflects it. Travel through the Republic Kingdom of Athia along, uh, alongside... Oh, man, I'm going to butcher these names. In, in, in Atu and Kinsik. In Atu Kinsik, as he runs from his past and his present pursuers. Navigate a tumultuous transfer of power with Queen Ilaria Shadun 
as she works to solidify her grandmother's legacy as well as the rule of nine. March with King Ulius Kazar, Kazar as he fights to end decades-long war and ensure his name is remembered long after he's gone. Witness... <laughs> good God. It's each name gets harder. Witness is... <laughs> Nagi Wai Why of the Order... Oh, man, I'm sorry for butchering the names, guys. It's really hard to pronounce. Of the Order of the Jade Crest races to prevent an ancient ethereal cold war from turning hot. Travel within the brand new world of Amashik as the stories unfold. Who is this for? Fans of epic fantasy. Everything from the Stormlight Archives to Birthright. Ooh, they put Birthright. Oh, the fact that they mentioned Birthright. It's like, oof. Folks who enjoy brooding MCs like Jon Snow, Geralt of Rivia, and Shrider, Aragorn for the for the una, unadorned. Fans of historical fiction like TV, like Vikings and The Last Kingdom, and anyone who's ever read or posted a fan theory on Reddit will feel at home within Amashik. Uh, the Rule of Nine is the living document that codified the Republic Kingdom of Athia, written and signed by the first generation of the first Ned some 52 years ago. Uh, they got some artwork here that looks great. Um, the story sounds fantastic. Um, we're going to watch the video in just a second, but like, there's a lot of good info over here, guys. Still need some backers for this. They had its goal, but hey, it's got 22 days left and it's got it's got uh, it's it's like over halfway there Big so let's check it out in the comics community and fans of any of the rule of nine i'm jl johnson jr and this is our fourth kickstarter you'll be able to collect all six issues in this kickstarter and you'll be able to read all about that on the page below i just wanted to share a little bit of why i'm still here on kickstarter bringing this series to you Epic fantasy is in need of a facelift. Representation matters, and in any of the rule of nine, you're gonna get it. We make sure to fill our pages with folks that look like you, folks that, folks that have experiences <clears throat> like your own, and voices that you don't often hear from in the genre. When I first started this project, I knew I wanted to tell the story my way a story that reflected the world that I live in, a world that I want to see. And really, it just came down to going to the place where I knew I could do that uninterrupted. Kickstarter was that place. I can bring these books directly to you. I can bring this, these books out at a pace that is conducive to uh, keeping your attention and honoring uh, the, the, the pace that small press comments put forth. So we're looking for quarterly releases. We're looking to keep this thing going as an ongoing series. So any pledge will help us do that. Make sure that you take a look at all of the previews listed below. Make sure you check out all the different artists all right. that we shout They're out. They're at 70% of, of the project. Thank you again for your support. Currently. Oh yeah, man. That's some, uh, that's some cool content right there. Oh, I accidentally closed the thing. I do that every time. Uh, let me drop the link in the chat for you guys. If you want to go back that, go make this happen. Please do. You got you got 22 days to go throw a little money at them. Uh, but yeah, uh, check them check them out. Uh, it yep, definitely yep, yep. it definitely grabbed me with this cover here, and that's why I saw it. And was like, let's let's fucking throw this on here. I want to get some eyes on this. It looks great. Yeah, cool, cool. 
All right, Daniel, what do you have next? I don't have any more. I mean, I have one, but it's not out yet. Uh, it's Masters of the Universe, the board game, Clash for Eternia. That's the you can't even see the page. It's, ah. it's an upcoming project. Uh, coming soon. He man, he man board game. So coming soon, not out yet, but keep an no, eye on. Notify that. me on launch. Yeah, check that out, guys. We'll drop, we'll drop the link in the chat anyway, and that way people can save it and then remind them. Also, yeah, so it's called uh, <laughs> Alpharetta, Georgia. I know where that's at. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, there you go. Josh knows where that is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is uh, it's called Masters of the Universe, the board game Clash for Eternia. And the project creator is come on. All right. Sweet. Yeah, that, that's that's all I got, man. That, that's all that's all I had. All right. I got a few more here. We can go over pretty quick. Um first up we have so I saw these immediately thought fucking WaveCon. Like, right? Like so this is um Tazi's Tazi's Flying Duo 360 LED flying disc and patented boomerangs. These are basically frisbees that light up, guys. Check them out. Look at this shit. Who doesn't want to play frisbees in the dark? You know how much fun this would be? Look at this shit. Yeah, those, those look pretty cool. Yeah, get you a dark a room full of dark room uh, friends and start throwing shit at each other. There's no way that could end <laughs> badly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, check it. Um, this this I threw some stuff in here just because I was like, I need to get some physical. I want to throw some physical. Um, yeah. Uh, like toys in, you know. And it's like, let's yeah, let's yeah, do yeah, this. I gotcha. And one of the things I love to do is, is like, we play Frisbee and shit, you know? Like, with friends, you play Ultimate Frisbee and, like, stuff like that. And playing this, you know, out in the dark would be a lot of fun. Fucking look, be. Tron! Look at this Tron shit! Look at this! I know, I know. That's the first thing I thought of when I saw the fucking glowing disc. I'm like, this is Tron, bro. Yeah, I mean, this is cool. It'd be fun. This is cool. I like this. This is already funded, I believe. Uh, but yeah, they also have like a boomerang version that I'll return to you. You should be uh, you spinning off one of those uh, handheld dealios. But yeah, seems like a cool toy. Yeah, it does seem pretty cool, though. Oh my god. They fucking knocking candles out with that shit. Look at that. <laughs> so, I don't think we're gonna watch this entire video because it's like three minutes. Yeah. Um, but this is just some of the things you can do. Uh with this uh, frisbee. I don't even think I need to add much more than this. It's already hit its goal. It's got 40 days left. I'm going to hit remind me on that one. Um, but if you want to throw some, throw them some money, you can. You can get in on this for the base price of uh, 90, 96 bucks. We'll get you a boomerang with launcher and a flying disc. You'll get both toys uh, for 100 bucks. 
but yeah, they got the world champion boomerang thrower uh, back on them, behind them. It's already funded. There's a lot of cool stuff on here. Go give them a look at if you want to. Um, next thing I have is another book. I'm just waiting for it to load. Um, it is, look, when I see a cool book cover, this shit grabs me. So this is a Mark of Kings hardcover collector's edition book. It's already hit its goal. It's got 18 days to go. Um, um, and it's based on a book series that's already out there. Um, it's just getting a collector's edition. Uh, after so many have walked alongside the man's greatest cell sword and his draconic companion, Wraithmarked Creative is giving a Mark of Kings the hardcover treatment it deserves. Working in close partnership with authors Bryce O'Connor and Luke uh, Chimalaniko? Chim Chimalaniko. I apologize for butchering names. Uh, we are here to ensure Chimal this limited Chimalenko. Chimalenko, that's it. We are here to ensure this limited edition is everything you could hope for and more. Um, as with all Kickstarter campaigns, however, we need your help to make the special print run of the multi-genre number one bestseller of reality. Our goal is $15,000, covers the manufacturing and fulfillment costs of this project. And as soon as we reach our goal, all stretch goal funding will go into further upgrades to the hardcover. So they got some photos here that the, the art sells me on this. This looks really cool. Um, I really love the cover. The gold and black always looks fucking good. Um, I guess if you're a fan of this book series, I know I've seen the, this cover. I've seen this cover around on some Amazon stuff. Um, they got some stretch goals here, a map, uh, some more art, um, and some other goals and like that. Um, we can play the video hey guys, real quick. I'm Bryce O'Connor from Wraithmark Creative, and Luke Schmelenko and I are really excited to bring you the Kickstarter for the limited edition hardcover of A Mark of Kings. Now, the paperback of the book is awesome enough. Just look at the cover. But for this limited edition, we really wanted to take the quality of the Wraithmark products and dial it up to a level. He yeeted that thing. Our exterior yeah. is only the beginning, with a faux leather, full wrap black cover and foil gold printing on mm -hmm. front, back, and spine. We've also gilded the page edges and added a black ribbon for those of you guys crazy enough to read this Inside, though, is where the happens. Not only do we have a brilliant interior design- This guy's getting me. Section separators and special chapter heads, we also have almost a dozen black and white illustrations by the brilliant Joshua Raphael, complementing the work of a host of other creators mm. that have yet to be announced. To cap things off, no limited edition is complete without its custom end sheets, and so you're getting an exclusive full spread illustration from Daniel Cameroon that is going to make your jaws drop. Genuinely, the book is going to be a work of art from cover to cover, featuring a lot of talented people. What the fuck? He just switched dogs, bro. And I know, right? I didn't even notice. Like he had one dog, and then he has another one. Uh, but yeah, this is already uh, funded. Uh, but it's cool. I clicked on the wrong button. Go check it out. I'll drop it in the chat if you want to get in on days left, Yeah, yeah, you got plenty of time. The base uh, with the book will get you in there at twenty-five dollars. We'll get you a signed, uh, signed paperback book. If you want the collector hardcover book, it is sixty-five dollars. So. If that is something that interests you, please go give those guys some moolah. 
I have one more, and then we will be done. All right. Wrap her up. And it is drawing facial expressions and hands. So I thought this was cool. I know we have uh, quite a few people that hang out on our discords and, and, and draw and, and uh, stuff of that nature. So this is uh, Drawing Expressive Faces and Hands is a book our backers have been requesting for years, and it's finally getting ready for prime time. What we've done is create something far superior to other facial expression books. Um, this book is an invaluable tool for anyone who wants jobs, a job in comics, animation, or game design. Uh, this book completely demystifies the difficult art of crafting ap uh, appealing facial expressions. The book includes a wide range of interesting characters that will quickly, quickly help you get a handle on your own art. Even though this book is made by industry pros for industry pros, even absolute beginners will find themselves creating great drawings after using this book. The book is uh, divided into four key sections. Core Emotion, a massive 40 pages detailing the six universal emotions, anger, surprise, disgust, contempt, happiness, fear, and sadness. Uh, number two is Character Expressions, 2,100 plus facial expressions, humans, animals, robots, and more. Three, Emoji Expressions, 1,200 plus emoji facial expressions. And number four, Hand Expressions, 2,400 hand expressions. They have a lot of uh, info on here, guys. I'm going to drop it in the chat for you. Um, I believe this is already funded. Yes, this has already hit its goal, but if you want to throw nice. a little money in there and are an artist and want like a little art tip, go check it out. We'll play the video for us Facial here. expressions and... and hands are two of the most difficult things to draw, so we made this book to help you master them. We want to start this video by thanking all of our backers for supporting us over the years. Over 15,000 backers and almost $1.5 million. The whole purpose of this book is to demystify the art of making great faces and natural looking hand expressions. So let's get into the details. In section one, we explore the six core universal emotions. This 40 page section is drawn in a fun and engaging comic book style narrative, covering the emotions of anger, surprise, disgust, happiness, fear, and sadness. We cover a wide range of techniques that'll help make your characters more expressive than ever before. Section two contains a library of over 350 heads in various states of expression. Men, women, children, animals, monsters, aliens, robots, and more. It's vital as an artist to understand how different head shapes and facial features can influence a facial expression. Square heads, round heads, pointy noses, wide noses, young faces, old faces, beards, mustaches, all of these elements factor into the final expression. Section three covers emoji expressions. The eyes, the mouth, and the hands are the most important part of any expression. Emoji characters allow us to focus on the three key features that drive the underlying expression. Emoji is the best way to expand your artistic range. Ah, emoji expression. They allow you to explore new ideas yeah. very quickly. The final section. Emote artists out there, check out this book. Most artists have a lovely yeah. relationship with them. It's a wonderful yeah. feeling when you can get them right, and painful when you can't. We're giving you over 2,400 hand expressions and... to make your life a lot easier. Our goal was to make the best-looking hands you've ever seen in a book about hands, and that's it. Anything else you need to know is covered in detail in the page below. We hope you guys support us once again. We promise to make you an absolutely amazing book, and we hope to keep making you books well into the future. All right. If you guys want to go and support so, these guys, they're making some cool so content over there. Facial expressions and hands. 
Yeah. Check it out. All right, I think that's the end of the show, guys. That is our Kickstarter. Those are all uh, the ones that we had for today. Today. We'll probably do this again in a few months uh, out there. So I enjoyed doing it. It was a lot of fun to go through and try to find yeah, some stuff, cool. even though it's a little difficult to find yeah, it was, stuff. It was a little tough trying to find stuff, but it was it was fun uh, looking through and seeing what, 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 what they had, you know, for sure. Yeah. Well, let's do our shout outs because this has been a long show and I know Daniel probably needs to get some food and stuff. And, yeah, I, yeah, uh, I do gotta go get some food. Let's right. do this. You're up. So thank you guys for joining. We appreciate it as always. Uh, that'll do it. We'll see you guys next week uh, for the next one. Uh, coming up for me on stream, there's a few games that I want to play. Um... I feel like that's how it always is. There's just all these things I want to play and do, but there's not enough time. But coming up, I have planned to do um, some more Deep Rock Galactic since I just got that game. I want to play some No Man's Sky at some point as well because of the new update. Uh, some more Aliens Fire Team. Uh, I want to try out that Pathfinder game as well. Uh, so we'll be doing a mix of those. So if you want to, want to come hang out and check out those games, you know, you, you know where to find me. Uh, I updated my alerts. We have new alerts because I've, hey. been, I've been wanting to, to do those for a while. So we have some, some different ones now. Uh, so come, come check that out. It's currently uh, September. So if you want to come, uh, come help me out in my goal of, of, of hopefully adding more, uh, giving more emotes back to you guys and that that's that's what the current goal is uh so come come check out the stream come hang out where you know let's just chill but uh anyway we'll see you guys next week have a good one thank you for watching peace out bye-bye all right guys thank you for watching the show it's a long show i know we, we but we got into it a little bit and had a lot of fun i went a little crazy with the matrix and that's you know that's fine you know it happens it happens when I'm right, you're all going to bow down. No, I'm kidding. I'm not going to do any of that. I'm just kidding. Uh, you're right, all tweet. tweet him about it. If not, yeah. fuck off, right? Fuck yeah, exactly right. When I'm right, tweet me. When I'm wrong, get out of here. No, I'm kidding. Um, it's fun to do that sometimes, though, to, to make some crazy-ass predictions. I don't do it very often, but, like, this is me taking a complete shot in the dark. Uh, so that doesn't happen a lot. Um, thanks for watching the show, guys. I hope... I hope we're able to give at least a few of those people some some eyes on their their content. Kickstarters are awesome and and like I just I, the way to to do it is like if you back something, back it and then just forget about it. Don't stress over it. You know, just consider it like almost putting it in the stock market. Like if you're not like putting a lot in there, just forget about it. And when something shows up, it's like Christmas. You get a little gift. Um Coming up, just keep an eye on this on the on the Twitch. You know, I kind of get in the urge to stream again. Um, I need to come back and finish up Mass Effect uh, before our November. So keep an eye out for that. And uh, stay safe out there, guys. Um, we're gonna play some ads as we close out and get vaccinated and all that stuff. And we will see you next time. Bye bye.